welcome everyone you are listening to and perhaps watching Calling the Audible. I'm your host, Pease Delariz. Mo Khan has been kidnapped by cats. Joining me is Iggy Magnets. How's it going, buddy? Hey, hey I'm good. Oh, my samosa. It's a... My little piece of Mo Khan <laughs> just <laughs> flopped. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like if you're actually Mo Khan. Uh, to any of the viewing audience, if it looks like I am the member of Marty McFly's family, I am disappearing because it is St. Patrick's Day, and I decided to wear green, even though the show takes place on a green screen. It was I can wear oversight. green. I'm not on a green screen. Yeah, Eagle, show the people what you look like. Mm, I'm invisible. Are you? I don't believe you. You have a camera. He's coming. You, you have a camera. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, we, we together we together are Marty's parents. <laughs> and that's what happens. That's what happens. Um, Mokan's not here today. Uh, Iggy's joining us. Iggy, is this, this is your first time in studio with us, right? Uh, this season, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, because usually you've, you've replaced me, I think. I don't think it's the first time we're together. Oh, it's too. true. Yes, it's yeah. true. Yeah, exactly. I, He's I, also brought with him the tradition of eating while recording. Yeah. it's the <laughs> And of course, because I was looking at you, I didn't notice he was mid-shoe when I asked the question. <laughs> not helping out my teammate here. Uh, it's the it's the theme of my season personally, but we'll, we'll get the we'll get to four B later. Of course, uh, it is St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Uh, so we are drinking on air as promised. Uh, there we go. The sweet sounds of alcohol. You almost died pre-show. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, we let's do that. Let's let's talk. Let's uh, bring people behind the scenes. Um, I am allergic to hazelnuts. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was a bad call by me. I'm allergic to hazelnuts pretty famously. I think most people who know me know I'm allergic to hazelnuts. Hazelnuts specifically or any Only nut? hazelnuts. Oh, only hazelnuts. shit. <laughs> um, no Nutella for peas. Yeah, all Italian desserts are off the table for me except for, of course, uh, Zeppoli, which we are also enjoying. Um, I, uh, I, my partner at work uh, has a bag of hazelnuts that he attributes to like how Batman keeps... A, uh, a stash of kryptonite in case he needs to kill Superman. <laughs> so he keeps a bag of hazelnuts. I'm not joking about this. He keeps a bag of hazelnuts in his desk in case he needs to kill me. Uh, Iggy was pouring me a drink, uh, and I thought it was Frangelico, but I didn't know they made, because I'm allergic to hazelnuts, I didn't know they made a hazelnut liquor. I've only had their strawberry liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for saying it before having a drink. Otherwise, you would have been alone to do the show. That was the eagle. Uh, saving you there, so it came close. You, it came very close to your it lips. It was literally to my lips. So, so that would have been the second time I fuck up calling the audible. <laughs> yeah. The first time was calling the inaudible. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very ironic name that year. That we, you know what? I think that wouldn't wouldn't have been as bad as killing one of the co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, it would have been much worse. It would have been much worse. Uh, but we are here. Yeah, uh, we are getting inebriated. The show's gonna get sloppy. It always does when Mo's not here. I I have a. <laughs> more open format uh, mm-hmm. in general but the alcohol will not help of course mm-hmm. uh but anyway thank you Iggy, for joining me um it's much better than having to do the show by myself which i saw week one. Oh yeah the most yeah. i've ever worked in my time at fpf was week one uh eagle of course uh producing we want to give a special shout out to all the beer name teams uh, the party crashers div one kind of beer themed uh lightweight simon step <laughs> up your game uh, Blackouts in 4A, Beer Belly Brigade 4B, Honey Martin 4B, Le Speakeasy 5B, Beer Nights Div 6, Brewers Div 6, and I'm sure we're forgetting some, of course, but uh, we'll see. If we if they cheers. come up during the show, we'll give them a special shout-out yeah, for cheers. sure. Um, Small thing just for our community yeah. update yeah. here. Um, we've heard some news that some of the team profile pictures have not yet been uploaded, so we're working through that. Um, some of them were just 
I'll call it lost in cyberspace. Others were lost in pixels. Some of them are just <laughs> awful. Um, so for anyone who's missing a team photo, we're following up on that. For anyone who doesn't like their team photo, we'll retake them. We'll have photographers going around and uh, updating that stuff. Yeah. And for the individual player pictures, so if you're new to the league and you haven't had a individual shot taken just yet, we will also have those photographers going around so we can get those uploaded. It's been uh, a weird restart to the un-pandemic pandemic season uh, where staff and availabilities and resources are just stretched very, very, very thin. So help us uh, work through this and thanks for your patience. It's honestly, and, and I want to draw special attention to that for a moment because honestly, uh, getting the league back up and running was challenging. Um, I want to thank everyone who submitted a team and who's, who's been involved in the season because honestly, uh, we were worried. We said, what does FPF look like yeah. after the pandemic? Well, after the pandemic, it's a weird way to look at it, but how does it look like post-lockdown? And uh, now that we're open again, uh, it's been really heartwarming to see everyone return. Uh, we we want to thank you guys for your patronage because uh, we know there are options out there, and we try to give you the best product. Um, and uh, not this week, though, because we're getting drunk during the show. <laughs> but most weeks, we try to give you the best contact. Uh, the best, uh, the best content and the best, uh, the best league out there. So, so we really do try and be that for you. That so, being said, I did try playing flag football on Zoom, and it's just not the same. <laughs> it's really not. It's kind of like uh, when they had that vibrating football board where you you can't affect the outcome. It's just it vibrates and whatever happens happens. No, okay. It's pr- you before your time. You ever seen those like the horses that are like, yeah. and you can gamble. How on old it? are you, Iggy? Oh, oh, <laughs> like the carnival stuff. Yeah, the one, like yeah. Type of thing, but they used to have it like uh, as a home board. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. You're, pre- you're so dating, to be fair, it predates me. You're dating you're yourself yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love yeah. dating myself. I only <laughs> I am much Best date I ever have. I'm much yeah. easier to please. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what you like. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the left any, hand really kicks in. <laughs> any any FPF news, uh, Eagle? That was the FPF yeah, news. Not, not any not other FPF news? You know, as as a scorekeeper myself, I'd say one half. 50% of the teams are submitting their rosters. Uh, just submit your roster. If really? You, that little? Y- yeah. I'd say one out of every two. Yeah. If not, three out of four are submitting. And That's then a that, huge difference. Well, it's... it's by like 25%. By 25%, but by one yeah. actual team. Uh, yeah. Just submit your roster. I, I mean, as soon as you know, it could even be the day before. The, the best is the day of. But it could be at 8 in the morning, 9 in the morning, 12 in the afternoon while you're having your lunch break at work. Uh, you know, the, the, the worst is the five minutes before the getting on the field. I want to say something I shouldn't say on the show. Then oh, you, no. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So here's a trick <laughs> to all captains. And it's, it, all it is is it makes sure the, the scorekeepers are honest, right? It keeps them honest. Just submit your entire roster. The day you. before the game. I hate you. And make the scorekeeper have no. to check who's there. But at least you're submitting your roster. He's no. kind of right in that you have to do your job. So, yeah. <laughs> But the whole point is to limit the contact. Now you're forcing me to go see you. I just count. Yes, but I have to count. I have to watch the, the plays starting. Yeah. I have to set up the field. I have to make yeah. sure the benches are cleared. I have to make sure the soccer nets either are gone or have have paddings on them. See, this sounds like a you problem. Yeah, so you're, I, yeah. you're, you're right, Iggy. My mistake. Don't do that thing yeah. I just said, which is a great idea. Okay. Don't, don't do all it. All right, all right, all right. Nobody wants you to do it. Uh, we start in Division 1 and 2 this week, uh, Iggy. The the big story, I think, all hooks, uh, game one of the doubleheader, um, they have a comeback win against the Incredibles? 
Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I, at least I saw it on the scoreboard uh, on our on our website, not necessarily in person. Oh no, uh, we're everywhere all the time. Don't you know this? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I saw a twenty uh, twenty five to six lead for Incredibles, um, and it was actually the first game of their doubleheader for for all hooks. Um, uh, I saw early on in the at least in the play by play uh, two early interceptions by Seal Living. Uh, so a little razzled, um, and, and, uh, but not unfazed. Uh, able to come back and put 20 straight uh, in the second half over uh, Greg Stern and uh, Mr. Terry Tam, who was just here with us. Yeah. Um, so Good nice game read. overall by, by Greg Stern. Uh, by, by, from what we've seen, he finally seemed to be getting his footing a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but the interceptions, of course, being the ball. You're, you're <laughs> sorry, sorry to pull the curtain back a bit, but your, your ring fell off, and it just makes it seem like... <laughs> Like, you don't want to be married. <laughs> no. Uh, it's not that at all. I'm flattered. So, the worst part is, I have a few rings. Uh, my most expensive one um, is missing because in wintertime, my my hands don't swell and it comes off more easily. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So, that happens now and again. Uh, I do want to be married. I love my wife. And that's what happened. Iggy, I'm sorry you missed your chance. Maybe in another lifetime, you and I could be together. Yeah, maybe. Maybe in another so lifetime. So the part that's surprising to me in this yeah. game is that all hooks actually come from behind to mm-hmm. take a big win over a team. Because we actually see in Game of the Week, this usual squad, it's the reverse. They yeah. blow big leads but right they, at the but end. the thing is, because of how quickly they – it's kind of like uh, if, if the Golden State Warriors sucked at defense, I know all hooks defense got better, blah, blah, blah. Their defense is still not great. If – if the Golden State Warriors stuck that defense, they can still always come back in a game because of how quickly they can score. And when things kind of break all hooks way, that can happen. It's just inconceivable to me that Incredibles wouldn't score in the second half. Yeah, that that that's the surprising part. And, and I mean, even they're doing it without uh, Jeremy White there as well. Uh, he uh, like like I saw in Game of the Week, he wasn't the one quarterbacking. I think it was Nick uh, Blay, uh, but that's well, a, it was Seal Levine in this game. Here. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, but I'm just overall to say that Jeremy White wasn't wasn't, there, wasn't yeah. there. He's probably one of the better defenders on on the team. So to shut out uh, Incredibles is, and is he, quite. He the calls team. the D, if I'm not mistaken. That said, they did have uh, Oliver Surrey, who's an excellent defender. Yes, it's more their issues on defense is not personnel; it's more no. conceptual. Yeah, you which know, like, is so I, I we say it all the time. I don't get it. No, because they have the athletes and and they have the football acumen yeah. to, to to call the plays yeah. and to be in the right spot at the right time and you know see hey I'm not I, I'm covering a zone no one's in front of me take a look you know head, just spin your head backwards take a so look. they are but they are getting better and I think yes they are I think as yeah. they're playing higher division it's actually training them to yeah. be more disciplined play better defense true, true but is it that. They're all guys who are so athletic that their entire lives, they've kind of got away with just going out and making plays. Yeah, and, and compensate, like overcompensating yeah. for their... Yes, probably. Yes. So, so here's a hot take. As they're going up in divisions, the defense becomes less and less relevant because also it true. is all about making those aggressive plays, but, but right? Uh, it's not about getting the tackle. Yeah. It's about shooting the ball. So if they're... Let's, let's just go hypothetical. They're baiting... People by leaving open space but so they man, can undercut that's so balls. So dangerous in Div One and Two. Yeah, the, the but that's the only way you get there. stops in Div One and Two. The ball yeah. gets so, so fast. <laughs> I mean, it's especially maybe it's forty chess type of thing, you know. I mean, he was saying in a hypothetical. <laughs> so yeah, very very hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so in game two they blow out the apocalypse. Yeah, in, in in all hooks, right? So 
great night for all hooks. When you get two two wins in a doubleheader, it's, it's not, not a better feeling. It, it's and if you're playing on like multiple teams, if you win both or three games or four games, however many teams you're on, best feeling in the world. Just to not did you go undefeated in a weekend or whenever you're playing. And the <laughs> apocalypse took a picture. Uh, if you put up their uh, picture, eagle. Uh, for the apocalypse, they put up uh, an interesting team photo. They have our uh, unique uh, pennies that we uh, that Rob Campana is sure. Jeff Rosenblatt's picture here <laughs> the least flattering picture. <laughs> the, or does he, does he play on beer belly brigade? This or like is he getting ready for Lamaze classes? For what class? Lamaze is he pregnant? Is the, the oh. reference. I'm just happy Paul Pierre's photos have been consistent for the past 25 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's always looking kind of upwards, and uh, yeah, yeah. I like that that sentence had an inflection right at the end, just like his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Both myself and Paul Pierre were question marks in in that statement. Uh, I I actually saw the apocalypse roster and I mm-hmm. like it, but there does seem to be something missing, and it's kind of been. What it feels like the roster's kind of thin. If anyone's missing, yeah. it's really problematic for them. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, John Larissa's missed this game. Okay, um, mm-hmm. that that's a big piece to be missing. Yeah, uh, borderline FPF Hall of Famer, right? right like a guy right, who's right. received votes every single time is is he's always like outside looking in, right? And and right, right. to not have that ability on your roster, of course. Uh, so they they obviously have he Paul Pierce obviously snapping for the team. So they have legit snapper. Uh, legit Div one two quarterback in Rosenblatt. Yeah. Uh, I I think you've argued that over the. He, he reminds me. So he started uh, in the league playing with Corey Packer. Uh, Corey Packer was one of these guys who, despite being a, a legitimate pro athlete, in that he literally played an NHL game with the Calgary Flames. If, uh, he was in their system. Double check Eagle if you played a game. I'm pretty sure he played a game with the Corey Flames. Packer. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he was he was in their system, so he was right. he was a legitimate professional athlete, but not a football player, and he was not a natural thrower of the ball. But just his vision was so impressive yeah. that I remember playing against him in like I want to say Div three. I was like, this guy is not much. And then like two seasons later, it was like Holy legitimately competing <laughs> in Div one while my team was still in Div three. And I was like, oh, I was wrong. Yeah. yeah he, and yeah, and, yeah. and like Jeff Rosenblatt was a guy starting in Div six. I was like. I don't see it. And then, like, two seasons later, he's, like, pushing the finest in an FPF, That's like, crazy. fall game. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I was wrong about it. And I, I've, I've told him this before. Like, I, I was wrong, dude. Like, you're, he's talented, right? Yeah. Like, he's, he's got that same vision. He's got the same patience. Right. Uh, but I do think he still has, needs the benefit of having the right pieces around him. And right. it does seem – there just seem a piece short. He was drafted in the sixth round, the 166th overall by the Calgary Flames, but That's never crazy. made his way out of the no, OHL, okay. AHL. But I mean, Jesus. Still. Yeah. <laughs> it, it may have been preseason. I, I, I do know he, he did play some time, but I, I could be wrong entirely. But I remember him playing some. Either way, he was That's a professional impressive. athlete. Yes. For the NHL, whether yeah. or not he played in the league or not. Standing on the same turf that I am. Like yeah. Everything. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that's impressive. And he can't give me hockey tickets, bastard. <laughs> so, so my point being, they have the snapper. They have the quarterback. It, Raul Baruti, number Very one good. wide receiver one. Yeah. I think they're missing the wide receiver two. Is, is, I mean, Stephen Osmond is really good. <laughs> but unused. Yeah. Right? Like, like sure. he has a single target in this yeah. game. 
Uh, Paul appear being a security blanket. Darnell Kevis Riley. He's like a three-four. Yeah, he, he hasn't he hasn't played a lot in this division. Yeah, so right, so he, so like he's still adapting the competition. Yeah, because uh, I think and Patrick has the same thing. So it's a wide receiver three. Yeah, I think you can slot in Darnell as a wide receiver four. I think they're missing the wide receiver two. That's that's that, well, that, I think and like again, John Lewis this gives you if not two one a there. Yeah, right there you go. So, okay, so, so definitely that's a given. That's kind of what I felt for the roster was like if anyone's missing. They're not as dangerous as they seem, and yeah. you know we've yeah. kind of seen that this season, where where the, the they're being hurt by how thin they are as a roster. Mm-hmm. We see already uh, Rob Rudy only playing a single game, Sean Kennedy only playing a single game, Noah Groper's on the roster but hasn't played a game. Mm-hmm. Um, the only two players who have played every single game, sorry, the only three. Four players, sorry, who played every single game are Darnell Kevis Riley, Paul Pierre, Rob Baruti, and Stephen Osman. So, again. Of the six possible positions, only four of them have been occupied every single game right. by, by returning players, yeah. right? So that's that's something to look out for. Um, so this team has both good news and bad news in terms of their upcoming schedule. Uh, they have a lot. I mean, Division Two is very non-parity, if I want to call it that, where you have a lot of teams that are 3-1, and 3-0, and oh, and then a lot of teams that are 0-3, oh 0-4. Oh mm-hmm. But if you look at the Apocalypse schedule, they have coming up in their next six games... Outlaws, Incredibles, and uh, Team Swoosh on their schedule. So three of their six games are other teams that are that also are winless. winless. So yeah. if they get those ones, they end up being 500 up till now type of thing. I mean, they need another one between all the other games, but they're not completely out of it, which is the good news, and those matchups can be competitive. I have, uh, I have two questions. One's the Eagle, one's the Iggy. It's also good news, bad news. Uh, whenever I ask Iggy something, it's good news. Whenever I have to talk to Eagle, it's bad news. Okay. Uh, but they're about different things, and I like it because it allows me to ask a question and then let you guys do all of the work. So I really do enjoy this kind of thing. Eagle, the algorithm has made it such that teams, quarterbacks and teams are starting to progress upwards, right? Because as teams are more successful, as players are more successful, especially quarterbacks, where the, that's where the greatest impact is. We have a specific cap for quarterbacks. We're seeing quarterbacks move up that way right um is this kind of what we expected where teams quarterbacks either in their first or second try in the division like division two are starting to struggle like in the case of Stephen Harpersad, in the case of greg stern um these are guys who've been successful in lower divisions but haven't had a lot of experience in division two somewhat um i think there's and this is a much larger conversation than I want to have in the next 90 seconds. You but only have 90 seconds to have it. I think the tricky part when it comes to this is that as you move through the divisions, the not just the way you play the game, but the way everyone plays is very different in terms of the size, the speed. I hate to admit it, but the refereeing, right? The way things are officiated. A little bit anyways. So because of that, systems that would work or strategies that would work in your division 654, three to a degree, because three, I think, is where you start seeing the pivoting point. But one and two is an entirely different game. Like we talked about it earlier for all hooks. Defense, and you joke about, you know, defense is stupid, but defense is a very different mentality in your upper divisions. Mm -hmm. It's not about making a stop on downs. 
It's about making a play on defense. And if that means you have to undercut a ball and get burned for a touchdown, that's fine because you're going to score and then you go again next time on defense, right? So it's all about gambling on those big plays because that's the turning point in those upper divisions versus wait till fourth down and try and make a stop on a ball type of thing. That doesn't happen very often the higher up you get. So so I've tried to coach up um, lower division defenses to try and do this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And... The biggest difference is the 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 mental conditioning of in low divisions not wanting to give up a big play, and in the higher divisions you don't get to like you see guys give up like m- you know miss on undercutting a ball and give up a touchdown on a slant, and it's not defeating. It's like okay, whatever yeah, oh, yeah, you try to yeah. make a play. Yes, when yeah, low yeah. divisions division four, five, six, you see guys get down themselves. Yeah. It's like I'd rather you do that. Yes. Then give up a hook in your face un, un, uncontested all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it just like the the biggest thing I think there's division one athletes sprinkled throughout FPF. But the division one mentality mm-hmm. takes a second. Yes, to get there. division I, two mentality takes a second. I, I, I think you're you're onto something there. That it's the mentality, it's the way you play the game. And I kind of disagree with Eagle. I think getting a, a stop on defense on downs is huge. In Division One and Two, it just, that, that it, just n- it never happens though. It, it, exactly, so that when it does, it's huge. Oh yeah, of course. But because that's the thing though. Most of the time, it's because it's, there's an interception or because there's a miscommunication on a play and everything, or a defender makes a great play because they undercut a ball. Otherwise, yeah. every team is running all hooks and driving down the field. Yeah. The reason that doesn't happen in Div 1-2, because everyone in the flats is saying, you stopped, I am going for that ball, and if you're running a hook and go, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. The what question, was, yeah, what was your question for I me? I don't the remember, so I'm just going to ask oh, another right. one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to write it down, and then I didn't do it. Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, it'll sure. come up, whatever. Uh, in the meantime, I want to talk to you, Iggy, about the theme of the week, which is... It's sort of the quarterback carousel in FPF yeah. in week four. What does that mean, quarterback carousel, exactly? So um, a carousel is you know a carousel really, is? It's yes, a, the, with the horses. Yes, yes, it's I, a yes, really shitty ride yes. that is meant for small children who are really dumb and don't know better. So and, 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 and does the point go to where a kid thinks one horse is better than the other, so they try yes. a different I, one? I didn't know where I was going with it, but you found it for yes. me. So I, <laughs> Iggy, man, teammate of the year. <laughs> I should be on more often for calling Absolutely. the inaudible in calling week two. Calling the inaudible <laughs> in week uh, two. <laughs> honestly, uh, well, I, I guess we were in studio together. We've never hosted together. You were producing last time. Yes, yeah, true, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but nobody knows that because I was it was inaudible. Yeah. Um, but we saw one example. It's not really a carousel situation per no. se, but Dan Lazara plays his first game for Gryffindors. Was that just rust? Well, you say, you know, struggles here on the script, that they str- struggle. They didn't win, is what I meant to say. It's, uh, okay. it's a fancy way of saying they didn't win the game. Because he, he put up five TDs, no picks. Maybe the completion percentage wasn't on point for, for him. That's the thing I noticed. Okay, there you go. The thing I noticed was, um, I mean, like, I've, I've been on record saying, to me, I don't do, I, I don't do the LeBron Jordan thing, the... the Best versus second best. It doesn't matter. It's we splitting will. hairs. Like the top tier of quarterbacks in FPF are basically Joel Mayer, 
uh, Kevin yeah, Wyatt, yeah. Dan Lazara. Yeah. If you want to throw Alex into pews, I won't fight you. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. he's awesome. It's just on a and on any and you know what? That's the beauty of F- FPF. On any given night, anyone yeah. can beat any team. Exactly, and that's like that's why you go and stay to watch games and play the games. Yeah, just because if Braves was gonna beat uh, All Stars all all the time, why even bother to go yeah. to the game? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about case. that game in a sec yeah. too, for sure. Yeah. But. Um, Dan Lazaro to me yeah. is that top elite echelon of quarterbacks in FPF. Right. So struggling. I don't think it's debatable. Right. Like. Yeah. 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 And and so when I say struggling, it's obviously like you know relative. Within, yeah, relative to yeah, his yeah. to his ability. Right. Right. And, and it's like we're not like when you're to that level, we're not even gauging you against competition. We're gauging you against your your own ghost and expectations. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so yeah, so the five touchdowns is a two hundred yards clean game. Yeah. Um, but Dan, Dan's a risk averse. He, he's a combination of a guy who takes shots, but is fairly risk averse as well. Right. But the completion percentage to me is what I, what I found shocking. And the AJ Gomes four receptions to ten targets. Yeah. That's what stands out, out off the page. Because those two, like it's usually blindfolded, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we saw it in the finals in yes, springtime, yes, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, them getting that championship came down to that. Uh, I did see on, on Instagram that, that Dominic <laughs> Mano was standing by himself in the end zone, and Dan Lazare had no problem with that. I was like, yeah. I'll take this easy <laughs> touchdown, no problem, uh-huh. you know. But yeah, so maybe you, maybe you are uh, on to something there about maybe showing just a tad bit of rust. Uh, although he's uh, he's been at Stade Bear on the off nights where he's not playing, yeah. just throwing the ball around uh, with a couple with a couple of his guys. I mean, he probably does that anyways. Yeah, <laughs> but I uh, will say it's now I'm seeing it. There's something about. Football specifically, um, I noticed this in my first week as well. Obviously, there's a, a gulf of difference between Dan Lazare quarterback and myself a quarterback. But yeah, but where are you can, going with this? Go. I'm saying, but either I'm way, interested. like to varying degrees, we all suffer the same thing. Where having not played for an extended period of time because FPF got delayed, yeah. we're all creatures of habit. And I remember like missing a throw to a guy like Justin Blanchard, who I throw to all the time, and I was like, oh. I don't think I've missed that throw in three years, right? Like that specific throw, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think there's something to it where, specifically with AJ Gomes, because if you see it with Sam Ashtub, with Dominic Mann, with Isaiah Lard, those are guys who they'll get open and and Dan will find them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The guy who Dan will throw a ball and say, "Listen, g- make the play. Yeah. Like get that little bit of separation. I'm going to put it on the spot." Is AJ Gomes, yeah. and so when the ball's not getting to that precise point where it's not quite back shoulder, it's just out of reach, or that's where I think the rush shows, and it's because on fourth and third down, the guy he's going to look to is his number one, which is AJ Gomes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh. the timing's just a, a millisecond off, and that that's the difference uh, in this game, at least by losing by fourteen. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, so so that's uh, that's something to consider. But that said. Again, one thing I forgot in week one of the show, uh, Flybosak reigning <laughs> winter champions, right? I think so, it's going to be a running theme. You're gonna I, you're gonna go with this. The worst part is, dude, they're my favorite Devonte. <laughs> I was so happy for them. <laughs> like like I, I you have to understand this. Like, when I like I've I've come to sort of truly appreciate the finest uh, and D boys when they were still here, and but when I started like. I kind of saw. I had a chip on my shoulder. I'm like, oh, I'm part of this new FPF media. Like, yeah, the yeah, hell with yeah. the old heads, you know. Like, it, like I, I, I don't need guys telling me how good Bill Russell was. It doesn't matter anymore, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and and again, I've I've learned my appreciation for for the finest. Uh, but 
my appreciation for Flying Westack was instant because I was like, these are the guys who are going to take over FPF. Right. Of course, this is before Dan Lazara made it to Div 1. Just the, the first time I played Dan Lazara, by the way, was Div 5. So <laughs> that, that's how quickly he rose to the top of uh-huh. FPF. Uh-huh. And then... Um, and then, of course, the Braves, Braves. Made, Braves made their way to FPF. But like, they, they, to me, they were the incumbent. And forever, they were like the bridesmaid and never the bride. And finally, they got to be the brides, which is every little girl's dream. So, happy for them. So, yeah, you were very happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else get your eye on Div 1? Uh, no, I think we have a we have a long show. We have a lot of uh, we have a lot of content to go through today. So, That's true. Uh, That's true. We'll, we'll touch on it. We do have the FPF mailbag. Yeah. So... If you if you do get through your division, I'm doing that thing. Uh, TSL is what they call it in radio. Mm-hmm. Time spent listening. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone's trying to get for. So I'm trying to increase our time spent listening yeah, yeah. Uh, by forcing everyone to listen to the entire show because the divisions are out of order. And we're going to touch on topics outside of that when we get to the mail back. We'll go back to certain divisions as it becomes appropriate. Don't forget to check the description. We've set up chapters on YouTube so you God can click it. on your division to shoot God forward. Damn it. But there's other stuff. Yeah. So there's other so stay stuff. Stay tuned. Um, Division 4A. Yeah. Another quarterback situation. As uh, Sparrows Cougars turn to Santino Spirania and defeat the mighty takeover 40-21, to 21, I read that like Ron Burgundy. Word for word, what was in the script? Thank you, Iggy, for <laughs> setting that up for me. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, super surprised by... Same. By the the score. A week after I said takeover is the best team in Division 4. I- exactly. Like, it's... I don't understand. Forty to twenty-four, like takeover was on a roll with Ian Ionaiber. Yeah, you say it differently. No, that's the one. That's not. Oh, okay, you're okay. saying it perfectly wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> perfectly wait, wrong. Ian Ian Ianaiber. Sorry, yeah, I believe it's or. General Ivanhyber. Mm. President Ionaiber. President Ionaiber. Sure. Okay. I feel you don't like get the reference. Ianaiberated. Ianaiberated. <laughs> nice. Um. So yeah. So. Uh, Sparrows Cougars taking uh, taking a break from uh, Vince Pisano. I don't know if that was uh, he. He was on the roster. He, he had a he had a no receptions for one target. He's uh, a very good receiver as well, by the way. Okay, but like he's not as known. Yeah. he actually prefers playing receiver, from what I understand. The the he oh. wasn't supposed to be quarterback for this team. Okay, it was supposed to be Alessandro Barrasoni. No, older Eagle. Who was the first superstar? Mario Rinaldi. Erminio Yaraluca, oh. thank you. Yes, Erminio. I've said this in previous podcasts. Yeah. He was like FPF's first superstar. Okay. Um, okay. he he was like before Kevin Wyeth. Like he was like, oh my god, this guy's incredible, right? Mm-hmm. And like he's still very very good. Right. Like yeah. he's division four three. Easy. He can he can compete division three easily. Yeah. And I want to say I could get he got injured before the season. I want to say he game tore his ACL. Game one. Or, or yeah, game one exactly. Okay. Um, and that's and a calling coward. Poor right there. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll let it settle. It's yeah. time. We got time. Um, Santino Sparani is a very good quarterback, too. Also coming through the coming through the, the Cougar system. Uh-huh. Um, He's doing real well with uh, the read as well. Yeah. I've seen him a couple games. He, he looks the part. Yeah, He looks absolutely. the part, and he's using that experience he's gaining in FPF and using it in uh, in Division Four. Um And... We what we what we saw was a lot of targets going to Nick Lapini, which is not something that Vince Pisano has done as much because right. yeah, that's the familiarity. They're sort of the same generation of Cougars, right? So they have that same they yeah. have that familiarity. In the what is your favorite generation of Cougars? Because I like thirty five to fifty. Oh, yeah. uh, whatever <laughs> was at Laxio when I was uh, 
<laughs> 19 years old is my favorite generation of cougars. Yeah, I'll go with uh, Bleu Nuit. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he's more of the using your light. Obviously, well, obviously, I I think it's fair to say obvious. Uh, you more of a athletic. Uh, using your legs, uh, five runs for 72 yards and two TDs, on five runs, running the length of the field twice. That's huge. That's a game breaker that you need to watch out for on defense. Uh, that maybe probably took takeover by surprise, and they they didn't account for it coming in. Well, so one thing is, if you don't know Anthony Sija, and I I don't know if I and Ian Ebers played him a lot because I think they've always been separated by a division. Yeah, Anthony uh, Sija is yeah. an incredibly aggressive yes, defensive player. Yes, in the player. flats. Yeah. So yeah, in the flats, if yeah. I've played against him a lot, at one point I was like, I know how to use this to my advantage. Okay. But if you don't know it, yes. man, it's an easy pick to throw. Uh, yeah, okay, did, and he, he had a pick in this game? Yes, he had he a did. pick, absolutely. Yeah, I can probably know the route he picked off. Yeah. On a Vincent Benjamin It's either It's either route. on a slant or quick <laughs> yeah, out, and he undercut slant, it, yeah. and he's great at it. Yes, he he's is. great at it. Yeah, fair point, yeah. Um, yeah. Because, again, if you if you just look at the 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 takeover roster it's stupid it's nasty yeah it's not i i know why you said you 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 marqueed them as the number one team but i will say that the top tier talent vincent benjamin willpower julian wilson Ianee Niebuhr. Not Ryan Dobbsgarden. <laughs> I mean, he's fine. Um, he insta messaged me, by the way, because <laughs> he knows. So, again, if we pull back the curtain a little bit, sometimes I, I say negative things about players because I legitimately hate them. But sometimes it's tongue in cheek because yeah. they're friends or they work for FPF. And so, like, it's fun to it's fun to sort of uh, do that. Yeah. But um, the, thing with, uh, the, th- the thing with Spears Cougars is they don't have necessarily that marquee talent right um Spiranias, they don't necessarily have that the, the two of them Santino and Dante they don't necessarily have the cachet they're obviously incredibly fast incredibly gifted but yeah. they don't have the sort of the they haven't really melded their experience yet um but I think they're a deeper roster and I think that that's the issue with takeover is um you th- hold on you think Sparrows Cougars is a deeper roster I, than I think, takeover I, well because I think there's well, okay. there's a controversial statement here. Well, it's just that the the the, the drop off from the top level talent to the bottom is greater in takeover than in. I completely disagree okay. with you. Who who do you hate on Spears Legion? Cougars. Uh, Spears uh, Cougars. Sorry. Don't don't do this to me again. What, but why do you why do you, what, don't do, you do this? You them? did this. To, you did this to me already <laughs> when I was awesome. in Denver, yeah. and you asked <laughs> me to give you the four shittiest teams, and I just really took the teams that lost big in week one mm-hmm. and Sparrows Cougars was one of them so and they you, probably all them? think I hate them. Yeah, why do you hate them? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sending them because, flowers. Because first of all, Junior <laughs> Spears is a hero. Yeah, yes, I know. Absolutely. No, and, and, and I'm not even joking about in, that. In all seriousness. FPF royalty. Yes. I'm not even joking. Yeah. And, and tackle royalty. So I don't know why and you hate them. And as a human. Yeah. As a human being. I don't know why you hate them. <laughs> which, which, which of the players are you saying can't compete? I'm I'm the one who brought this game up because I I, I was taken aback yeah. by the scoreboard by their ability to really take it to take over. Uh, so thank you. I think if these two teams face each other ten times, we would see takeover win seven or eight of those ten games with Santino Spiranya at, yes. cor- at quarterback. I, I I don't think Ian. Let's say six to four. I don't think Ian makes the same mistakes. Ian Eber. They. They caught them all. I, I think what it comes down to, obviously many things, but I think it comes down to that 
takeover didn't expect Santino at quarterback, and it completely changed their approach going into the game. The other thing is you need a you need a really good rusher to contain Santino, and I don't know if takeover really has, has that. that. Yeah, you know, I don't think I don't know if they have that that shutdown the guy who can really take the angles and. Yeah, I don't want to linger on this too much, yeah. but. I would say TakeOver has a history of being underprepared yeah. for teams that they haven't faced before or don't understand like that. And it's happened, I want to say, in every single playoffs and every single season where TakeOver finishes in the 8-2 and two or higher record and then get eliminated first round or their first game from a team where it's like, oh, we didn't expect that, and then from, just completely outmatched. From a quarterbacking pr- perspective, the thing that makes Ian Eber great and fun is the same thing that can hold him back at times, and that he just wants to go sling it. And he, 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 he'll throw, he's not scared. He'll throw up a jump ball to Will Power. He'll throw it to Miss Ambition in coverage and say, listen, I trust you, go make a play. He's a gunslinger. And um, at times it's costed him. And I think that this is a group he didn't respect in the way that he should have. Yeah, I think. They're yeah. all incredibly smart football players, yeah. right? So I, I yeah. and. I don't mean smart as code for non-athletic, by the way. No, no, we're no, no. we're in uh, NCAA bracket season, and and when people say smart, it usually means not as athletic yeah, as the yeah, top yeah. tier teams. But no, no, but just surrounded with football knowledge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In general, uh, the Brotherhood are a team I was ragging on to start the season. Me too, um, but now I didn't see it. I'm we're we're wrong. They're the hottest team in Division Four A. So which which month would they be in the calendar? In the FPF sexy calendar, be like the month of June, July, Ooh, like really. That's hot. really hot. They're, I'm, I'm telling you, the past three games, 140 points for 19 against. They, they are obliterating their opponents. They and this is really bad. Their opponents week. were Hurley and Sons, Sparrows, Cougars. Not when they were good. But and <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are, you, are you saying something negative about Sparrows? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and and the third and team? the third one was Les Bleus Brawlers. So still, they're just this is this them. is the definition of hashtag False Kings. Now, so, the so Crazy Gordon Mall has not impressive. Thrown, Crazy Gordon Mall in the three games he's played at quarterback has not thrown an interception. Here, the, the, this, he's completing seventy-seven percent of his passes. This is this is incredible. From the quarterback that I saw play for Yin and Yang in in Division Two's co-ed in this in the fall season. He was throwing balls that were hitting the the, the screens that divide the two. We literally two allowed him to throw the sideline pass because, because he was an accurate throwing sideline pass. So for him and now division, we let four, it open. Yes, yes, I remember that. I remember that game. So now for yes, so for now in division four A for sixteen TDs and no picks, and to be putting up the numbers offensively that he's doing, maybe he has a better set of receivers around him. But it, it, it's it, they're the hottest team in division four A. Um, so Minton Tat is the quarterback for Libre Blanc. Mm-hmm. No um, he doesn't play defense for them. Why not? <laughs> Eagle answer, asked that question because Iggy, this is before your time. The first team Minton Tat played for was my team, uh, in division three moose uh-huh. where he shut down an offense in division three in his first game in FPF. He shut down an entire side of the field by himself, and the quarterback said, I can't believe that guy shut down an entire side of the field. A Hall of Fame FPF quarterback in Daniel Gentile. I believe he's, F- he's FPF Hall of Fame, right? I think so, yeah. If not, if not borderline. He said, that's how good this guy is on defense. Uh, uh-huh. He's a monster. He doesn't play defense. I think it's because he just doesn't want to when he's quarterback. Like, it's too much to deal with. 
But like, pl- you gotta play defense, dude. Yeah, yeah. he's a friend so of mine. I love the guy. You gotta play defense. It doesn't man. sound like a winning formula. And like Olivier Leverge, very good. Olivier Pilato, very good. Um, these guys are, are legitimate talents. But like, you have this Weapon wrecking on de- ball on defense. Use it. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I I I, I didn't know that. So thank you for. because he he. As long as he's been playing quarterback, which is as long as you've been in FPF media, he hasn't played defense. But yeah. he was known as a defensive stopper in FPF first. So, so, you know, so a score line like forty-two to seven, start using him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like it's tiny. like they got away with it Un- in the five. Uh huh. But you moved up a division. Yeah. You know, like if you, if you and if you count like the subdivisions, you moved up basically two divisions. Right. Yeah. 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 You gotta mm-hmm. start start using. Yeah. Him. Um, I think what's intimidating about looking at this box score is that Crazy Gordon Mull had all the different levels available based on those receiving yeah. stats, right? Like, if you wanted something short, he could check it down. If you wanted something intermediate, he could hit those spots. If you yeah. wanted a deep ball, he can hit that one. And Les Bleus Branleurs did nothing about it. Like, and, and that's not just this game. That's the past three games. I've seen the scoreboards for it. It's it's across the board. You don't know who to stop. You don't know who to contain. The more that Crazy Gordon Mull can actually set his feet and go through progressions... Yeah. Rather than waiting for the rusher, trying to break the rusher, <laughs> throwing yeah. off platform. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying to suggest here. Like, is he in the running maybe for quarterback of the yeah. year here? I mean, I mean, like he's averaging more than five touchdowns a game. He might throw fifty touchdowns in nine games. Why he already missed the game? Why are you saying nine? Game. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Ronson threw the first yes, game. Yes, yes. I, we, that's why we when, reacted. Like yeah. it took us four weeks to realize. Oh, Jeremy Ronson's not the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> when you asked me, you know, your shit teams, four shit teams, yeah. or tick and talk or whatever no, you did. No, it was it wasn't that. It was four teams rated under forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, that that was the Rotten Tomatoes segment. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I'm like, ooh, Jeremy Ronson. That, that, that those stats didn't look good. It's going to be a tough season. Uh, yeah, I was wrong. For LBB, uh, the rest of their games, are there? Is there hope here? Is this a uh, GG go next season type of I, season? I, look, I appreciate them taking a shot um, to go up in 4A. I thought they could have maybe come in with a more uh, stripped-down roster and maybe compete in 4B. Um, Nomad's big fun. Are games I think they can win? Mongoose don't blow teams out so maybe they can sort of keep it close and like that's maybe like a an upset on the schedule kind of thing this is the brotherhood we're still talking no no about? Uh, bl- uh, oh, lbb yeah lbb yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so like at best a three win season but that's okay like like they're, they're it's the first season in a new division that's fine like you can't expect to move up a division and dominate like no it's no, great no, if no, that no, happens no. but like so like and you're a great example this in 4b right with yeah. honey martin yeah like, Honey Martin has never been an issue with talent. It's been an issue with weak schedules. But, um, but like, the reason, they, like, you guys have generally moved up through time in FPF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always a new challenge, right? Like, yes. So. Yeah. So, I'd say the, the one, it's always been more of a natural progression to move up by, by via of Eagle's cap. Uh, the one season when which we could. Not my cap. No cap, baby. No cap. <laughs> no, no cap. Uh, the one, the one season where we could have stayed in the division six, division E, and we actually mo- decided willingly to move up to D two. It was the right decision. It, I, re- I remember it, that season exactly. We went four and six, 
we made the playoffs. We played that uh, baby kangaroos team as the eighth seed. And we knew going in it was going to be incredibly hard. But the season experience that it's given us oh, is you, you. invaluable now like three four years it later. makes you a different person like like <laughs> I, no like I, i'm saying like especially as a different fpf player yeah yeah like like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you realize what being open is in different divisions like yes when i when yeah. i've gone back to like snap in division six i, I was just like i remember yeah. at one point uh, i had to snap in like either tier three division e division six whatever it was lo- lowest division it was a, f- a spring season yeah we with the pink team yeah and in six games i caught like 56 passes yeah. or something <laughs> stupid like it's it's yeah. just when you're used to being open in a higher division, it's even easier. It's just not the same. You just know what to do with your body. You know, yeah. you know what open is. Yes. You know, yeah, versus yeah, yeah, yeah. as you move up, you have to learn those lessons, and mm-hmm. and that's what Le Brubron are, are are experiencing now. Uh, so I hope to see what that looks like. Top season, I never know at I, the beginning of their seasons. I, I never know what to make of top I season. I don't. I and even now after four weeks, like they just so. They just blew out small giants who were three and zero going into this game. Uh, easy pick for me in game of the week game picks in my articles. Small giants. I don't even have to look twice. And then I see fifty two to twenty five. I'm like, did the scorekeeper get the the, the the score wrong here? Like, was he drinking on calling the audible? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the thing was with top season, like they kind of remind me of uh, this past couple of years of Miami Heat teams where it's just in a league, if you could play 11 people in FPF on the field at the same time, they'd probably be the best team. They're just always super deep. Like right. every guy on the roster is there for a reason and does things well and, and can fill in for anybody else. And mm-hmm. most of the players always show up. It's another thing about top season, right? Yeah. But um, I'm, the question's always like, Sean McGrath, can he play quarterback at this at this position at, at this level? Uh, Charles Vettel is a really good number two. It's it's is are like the Palans going to be legitimately like you know like top two receivers? Andel Thomas Gordon's always excelled at lower divisions. Is he going to be okay at the four as like a top tier defender? And the answer is yeah. He has yeah. five. He has five picks now. <laughs> yeah, no, because yeah, 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 I yeah. I play with him. Oh, and so have I. He's incredibly intelligent. Yeah, incredibly and, intelligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. Is he? He kind of has a. He, he's the kind of defender who gets a feel for what the offense is doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and looks to take it away. Yeah, and and similar to what we talked about in Division One, like if he gives up a big play, that's all right. Oh, he's. I'll get super, you later. Yeah, I'll get he, you back. He, that that that's that's his mentality. That's the the body expression and communication that he gives off. Because again, it. he knows a pick six means more than giving up a touchdown, right? Yes, like yeah. like okay, if I make a mistake, I know what you're doing now. Yeah, I, and. Uh, you know, like again, if you look across the roster, uh, the, the two parents, Charles Vero, Hassani Worrell, um, it's it's he, stacked. It's stacked, but not like not like all these guys are stars. But it's stacked in that there's not a weakness. Yes, I agree with that statement. Yeah, and maybe that's the difference between them and small giants. <sighs> it's just uh, it's not Matthew Lerner. It's Justin Lerner at, at quarterback. But also, it's not Justin Lerner at receiver, right? Like. Yeah, but he's killing oh, no, it. Oh no, no, don't get me wrong. Here's another uh, like professional another athlete, guy right? who's right? a borderline professional athlete, right? With the MLB, yeah, yeah. Atlanta Braves is that? Yeah, it? yeah. As, so as, as he, he correct me. me if I'm wrong, Justin. Uh, from what I know, or Justin Eagle. had workouts with the Atlanta Braves or Eagle. Yeah, 
Well, I don't know because I, I I didn't get I got that info from Simon Dashney, who's often wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But either way, Justin Lerner is a top tier baseball player. Yeah, and um, the thing is, not like he's st- he's an incredible receiver. So oh, replicating a, yeah. him on offense is difficult, despite his his uh, ability to excel at the quarterback position. Right, but. I agree with that. He's probably... I haven't seen him throw too many times to get a good picture of him. But I'd have to say he's probably a better receiver just because of what I've seen as a receiver. I mean, he's a better receiver just because it's harder to be a better quarterback than he is a receiver. Fair. Right? And and all that being said, 37 to 12, 38 to 15, 31 to 19 on the Bruins. It's the the points allowed that's shocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, the, and, the 52 and, and, points versus yes. never giving up more than two scores. Yes, exactly. Because yeah, Darren yeah, McDaisian's yeah, yeah, yeah. a great defender. Yes. Uh, and and Justin Lerner, obviously, on defense. Theo Pekelis. Uh, these are all guys who are smart, capable, uh, but they literally just couldn't stop the deep ball. Yeah. Oh, it, it was it was yeah. in particular Thir- the deep 13 ball. 13 of 18. Like, Ooh, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's just over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's just Sean McGrath exploiting his athletes over the small Giants athletes is is how I interpret the game. Um, so you got yes, you suggested a segment. Yes, here. I did suggest a segment. Actually, you know who suggested it? I'll give him credit, who? Mr. Mokan, Mr. Fly Guy himself. So, so you know it's a terrible segment. Maybe also. We haven't done that fly thing yet. You're doing things out of order like we do in Hot Sauce oh, Sports. <laughs> Eagle, what oh, is Hot Sauce Sports? Uh, it is a sports podcast, which you should definitely listen to. And subscribe to. You and rate the Hot Sauce Sports. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yes, we'll get, to, we'll get to whether or not Mokan has uh, got his hand stuck in his fly or not. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah. why don't you introduce it? Since yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we've seen and been scrolling through the NFL offseason. Many times you'll see this on uh, on Instagram and stuff. So we're going to name three quarterbacks. Or I'll name you three quarterbacks. Give me. uh, Peace. And I want you to give me who you're starting, who you're sitting, and who you're cutting at quarterback. I want you to rate all of my decisions by a percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. If you're reviewing (laughs) my decisions on Rotten Tomatoes... What percentage would you give them? All right, so here are the three quarterbacks. One of them we just talked about. So Quasi Gordon Mall. So the guy who's thrown 16 touchdowns and zero interceptions in three games. Yeah. Who's the fastest person in the FF? Yeah. Okay. But at the quarterback position. Yeah. Not just not not okay. his defensive prowess. What? Ryan Garber. My former quarterback in FF Junior, that's fair. Yeah. It's Dick. not biased whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. And Gab Wiseman. Who, good friend, who of, good friend s- of mine who I've known for ten years. Okay. <laughs> who cool. are you sitting? Who are you starting? Who are you cutting? This is because of the the Spears Cougars thing, huh? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'll start with sitting. Okay, who are you sitting? Quazy, Ryan, or Gab? Because I want him on the roster, I'm gonna sit Ryan Garber. Okay. You want it? You want it? You want his experience to grow? I, I, yeah. Because I mean, he's he was. <laughs> for a first time coach in FBF, he was the yeah. quarterback you want. It's like this is the, this is the play. Come back like, oh, I read it like this. Yeah, execute no problem. It was it was seamless, mm-hmm. seamless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I've seen him become is out of this world. Um, patience, delivery, uh, all of that stuff. A bit awkward in his motion. Yo, that's the <laughs> but, thing. But is, is whatever. It if works. I look at pure athleticism combined with 
upper division knowledge, I have to start Quasi Gordon Moore. Ooh, you're, oh, oh, so you're cutting Gab Wiseman. It sucks. You put me in a <laughs> shitty spot. Well, I did it on purpose. I gave you three good quarterbacks. Um, but not. I don't even. Here's the thing: is it was. Uh, I'm made, I'm starting Quizzy Gordon Walt just because yeah. my preference is stylistically is is Ryan. Yeah. But you can't teach the things that Quizzy has. Right, yeah. Like you can't teach his physical skill set. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention you're. This is you're starting him in Division Four. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're talking yeah. about Division and, Four. And, yeah, and and here's the thing: is Gab Wiseman, as a receiver, by the way, Div Three easily, yeah. no problem. Easy, yeah, easy. easy. Yeah. yeah, snapper maybe even Div Two. Yeah. Um, yeah. but the thing is, like, as a quarterback, he's been a lower division quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, he's built. I mean, this is pot calling the kettle. He's built a system to to emphasize his strengths and diminish his weaknesses, sure. which is the thing to do yep. when you're not blessed with Quasi's abilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, you can't teach Quasi's abilities. Okay, and, so and that's why I go with Quasi. Rate my decisions from zero to one percent. I'll go with your uh, your sitting Ryan Garber as a hot pile of bias. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'll I have strong biases. <laughs> I've never hidden it. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with your decision to uh, cut Gab Wiseman as a one and a half uh, rotten tomato. Okay. Jeez. Uh, Oof. Yeah, one and a half percent. So, wh- so what would you have rated if I cut Ryan Garber? Like 50%. Like, Why would you like hate a, Ryan Garber? Like a, like Why a do you flip, hate like Ryan Garber? Like a flip of a coin. Why do you hate him? Why do you hate flipping coins? <laughs> I like to be in control. <laughs> and I'll rate your Quasi Gordon Mall start at uh, 98.5. That right. way, your 98.5 plus 1.5 equals 100. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Eagle, Quick what would math. you do in the spot? I would. No rationale. Just give me what you got. I would change to 4B and All talk right. about that instead. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I think uh, he's suggesting we're we're going over our. Yeah, segments. we always do. Yeah, um, uh, Triple B versus Arush was a chippy affair. Two URs and one OC, all on Arush, yeah. uh, and uh, some forty bomb TDs. But Arush comes out on top, twenty five eighteen. Yeah, so uh, I talked about this game in my article. Uh, I previewed it. I predicted a tie with the uh, you know just going off the board there. I predicted a twenty five twenty five tie, and if I'm not mistaken, Arush did have the ball at the uh, in the last uh, possession, but we're unable to score. So uh, beer belly coming up with uh, I think you mentioned this last week that do you think Alex Fafard's up there for a quarterback of the year? But that was infinity odds to one going in. I yeah. mean, we, we can like talk about something else, but... Uh, I played against him in Div 6 like a year ago, right. and I was like, yeah, he'll be okay. I didn't know he'd be this good so quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he was a one a scramble, one read uh, quarterback, basically. And to see him yeah. succeeding at this level is and and hitting And hitting the long bomb. Th- I, those were the two things he was... He was known for his... Good deep ball. Well, because he's got a great arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a cannon. The good deep ball and the uh, the running ability. Um, and he doesn't look like he would have good running ability. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I know what you're. I, like what he's you like if you, if you okay. We talk well, about crazy. If you see crazy, you know this yeah, guy can this, move, this, right? This guy's gonna run on you. But I mean, I think for the most part, you can say that about a lot of people that they don't look like great. Ben McMahon, you look at him, you you don't think he's gonna run all over you, <laughs> do you? Well, the flag height helps him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But his cut is oh, it's 
He's it gonna hurts my ankle. I I hope he doesn't get hurt, but he's gonna hurt himself with how hard he cuts. <laughs> yeah, he he finally said, uh, "I heard him on the sidelines. I'm finally not injured." <laughs> yeah, so he's like uh, watching. The amount him. of non-contact <laughs> injuries, like nothing major, thank God. Yeah, but the amount of non-contact injuries I've seen him suffer is yeah. nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So to get back yeah. to Alex so, Fard, like I just I saw him as a guy. One read, if it's not there, he's gonna run or he'll chuck it deep. And it's not that anymore. It's it's concerted efforts to attack deep. It's it's taking what the defense is giving him. Yeah. It's using his legs to, to, to develop throwing windows, and running if he needs to. Gain the first down, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's and, a and more intelligent game design. And by more intelligent, specifically, you what you're trying to say is that when they're up by a score or two, they're killing the clock. Oh yeah, they're in, and oh and and, they, and, they, and it works. They did so this to me well. in the playoff game, and they did this to me two weeks ago. It's so frustrating. It's a, I, I was I was on the bench <laughs> ripping my hair out because like, yeah. like they were up, and I was like, two plays touchdown. Get back on the bench. Nine minutes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I went back <laughs> on the field. Like, yeah. But that's that's, that's part of that's, that's part of quarterbacking in FBI. Exactly. So. Like a lot of the division six and five teams, go go go! Hurry up, offense! This even guy, if you're yeah. up, even if you're up two scores, no, no, no! It doesn't always have to be that way, and and it's one of the ways you can win. And it's they're they've gained now the experience uh, to do that to Arush. Arush very similar though, very similar style, very methodical, like driving up the field. Yeah. Seen them uh, a couple times. Now. Is Arush good? <sighs> good? <laughs> That's it's actually a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I've been I've been talking about them for like three years at this point. I don't know. Uh, they're not bad. Yeah. Who's uh? They're, they're better finessers as far as I'm concerned. Yes. I. That's what it feels like. They're finessers that have actually learned to finesse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's the quarterback? It's not Simon Loisier. That's the guy. Eric that, yeah. Yeah. He's he's a good quarterback. He throws a, a good ball. Like Ryan Kroof. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the, he throws a good hard ball and puts his receivers in, in positions to make like good plays on it and, and puts it they, away from they don't defenders. They don't put teams away. No. They don't come from behind. They just control games when they're up. Yeah. They beat who you think they're going to beat. So and they lose up. games that infuriate. So matchup dependent. Yeah. And I don't understand why. Because when I've seen them play, I'm like, they're the best team in Division 4. <laughs> And then they're never the best team in division. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They're always just hovering. Maybe at best a seven and three record. Infuriating. Which, yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. they good? Eagle, are they good? Well, they're having played they're them and almost winning. No, I don't think they. But are. see what I mean? How does that happen? Exactly. Because if you look at your roster, you look at their roster. How does that happen? Yeah, they they should blow you out like by forty to eighteen type of score. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But they don't, right? No, it was very close. Which um, is strange. <laughs> Every I'm, advantage in the book, yet they still manage to not run away with it. Yeah. And so looking I mean, at their schedule, I mean, I don't see any gimmies on this either, which is the worst part. Maybe Sphinx, but uh, even then. You mean Aster Sphinx because yeah. they're cheaters. Um, no. I mean, Honeymoon are I false mean, king, so maybe. They're, they're two and two, so they are what their record says they are, their average. Yeah, which is that. Like, I, would you be shocked if they end five and five? No. no. Are you shocked no. if they finish eight and two? No. Like, you but, know? But it, so t- let's, let's just go with their next two games, Team Ethnic and Les Montagnards, which actually those two teams played each other yesterday. Um, can, they, can they get one win out of, out of the, their next two games? Yeah. Can they lose both? Yeah. <laughs> can, can they, they win, win both? both? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
my expert analysis, Iggy, is I don't oh, know. Crap. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. No, I, I, Because those three teams <laughs> are kind of like good. Yeah. 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 Like nothing incredibly it's special nothing where you're like, oh, my God, like this is ridiculous. This nothing is, wrong with saying that. I mean, it's just. Yeah. yeah. I'm, how can anything be wrong with me saying your team is good? But <laughs> don't worry. Someone will be offended. Uh, <laughs> Golden Eagles. uh they made the switch. We, we talked about again the theme of the day. Yeah. Quarterback changes, quarterback controversies. I, I messaged Sarah Parker when I saw the roster, uh, sort of behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, that. you're throwing in the four. I'm yeah. like, I don't belong in the four. Then if you're throwing in the four, because you're <laughs> awesome and I'm garbage. Yeah. Um, and she was like, well, I'm going to be thrown from Concordia, but I might play some games for Golden Eagles. Um, when I started in FPF, Kevin Lubin was a superstar. Two-way superstar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, With that hashtag in our uh, well, before, rivalry. He, yeah, well, he's, yeah. this is before. He played for Even Golden before. Eagles when I got there. Okay, the Golden Eagles yeah. is a... Before is a, Rogues, before all okay, that. Okay, okay. Um, he was a guy who was brought on to play Division A in Mercenaries. Um, and then, like, him and Alex David built Golden Eagles, which mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. chock full of tackle talent. Before right. my team, Checkmate, went 10-0. Golden Eagles were another team that went ten and zero, lost in the playoffs. Like it was like he was. They were part of that lineage of Division Five teams right, right, that went right. undefeated and lost in playoffs. Um, but to me, Kevin Lubin is a guy who I, I think he gets. He's got to get out of his own head at times. We played with him mm-hmm. in a, in a coed. Yeah, last year. And he, I was telling him like, dude, like I I can't believe how good you are as a receiver. Like oh, I, he's amazing. But he was like, he's like, no, man. Like, he's like, he's like, I'm not about, I'm not that. Like, he's just like, I'm getting lucky. Uh, like, no, no, he's an amazing I'm like, receiver. No, you, you're an incredible receiver. Remember, remember that ball he threw him to the yeah, back of the end zone? Absolutely. That was nuts. <laughs> Anyways, Overthrow yeah. that he saved. Yeah. And But he does that stuff all the time. Yes, and he yes, has yes, a huge yes. game. Yeah. And I don't know what the answer is for Golden Eagles. Because whether Kevin Levin or Sarah <sighs> Parker it, it. is quarterback, you should win. You should win games. Donald Jacques, uh, Alex David, Kevin Lubin, that's a, a really, really, it's really a solid strong. Ro- yeah, it's a very solid core. roster. And even they even dipped kind of like Eagle did. He, they dipped into the free agent pool. He was actually there while I was uh, kind of leading the, uh, the, F- the FPF uh, scrimmage. No, not scrimmage. Uh, Eagle, the combine. Yes, thank you. Uh, and he picked up Zach Nelson there. I believe he picked up another guy on the team. I can't remember. Uh, but both, they were both the like. I'm like throwing balls to these guys, making them run routes, and I'm like, yeah, these these guys are are good. And he was there scouting uh, and picked them up on his team. So he even with the lower division um, cap ratings for these players, he picked up good guys. They're 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 not uh, just you know West Welkers off the off the the streets in Walmart. So not so they are all favors. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. No, <laughs> yeah, I, that was a bad analogy. You're right. No one of the teams in NFL Hall of Favor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're zero and three. Yeah. Well, they they were zero and. Two or did one game not get uploaded? I, I forget. They were they were, they were winless going into this yeah. game, and they needed a, a shakeup, like many other teams did, like Sparrows Cougars did with uh, moving to uh, Santino, and they got the big win. Golden Eagles, you know, pulled a wild card. Here, here's our Sarah Parker, put her at QB. Here, put Kevin Lubin, as you said, at, at wide receiver, and this time not good enough. Unlike Sparrows Cougars, not good enough. They get blown out forty-two. To twenty-one by uh, the Ballers team, which you played. 
I'm, so I'm, I I don't know what what I, I, at this point what can they do that that was their their wild card and they used it and it didn't work. I'm shocked. Uh, like so, when we played ballers, Justin Blanchard came to me and said, "Oh, this is the kind of team we beat. Mm-hmm. Where despite the fact that they win every matchup, they don't really the understand concepts yeah. and and so." When you hear that Sarah Parker is thrown against that, mm. you assume that's a win, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To break down a, an athletic, but you know, not so the the four interceptions one. to me, like yeah. they're, they're athletic, so they can break on balls and stuff. But sure. you can manipulate that because they're constantly trying to bait and, gun, and like that's that's kind of what you you want if you're that kind of quarterback, which Sarah, Sarah Parker is, you yep. know. And so I'm I'm surprised by that. Um, and again, like you have great games by Zach Nelson, Kevin Lubin, Alex mm-hmm. Ertain, and it's the interceptions are the issue. Yeah, Eagle, you you yeah. made a uh, some commentary on on Sarah Parker recently that I thought was pretty apt. Uh, can you remind me of which one on specifically? Week week <laughs> no, it was in it was in the text chain. It was about uh, her, in the game of the week. Some of the things you saw with regards to how yeah, she made just defenses. I'm I'm a little bit puzzled because, and maybe it's because we've seen her dominate. Sorry to interrupt condition. you to ask you to do your job. By the way, no, no, it's I'm fine. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no, I'm no, just it's fine. I'm I'm curious to see what's going on because she's making very questionable decisions that are very out of character, and I don't think it's the the speed of the game. Like we talked about it a little bit for the women's division, where maybe because there's like a rotating crew starting to get used to. I can tell you the speed of the women's game is. Faster than 4B. I would imagine it's, so, right? I score keep them. It's fast. Dramatically faster than 4B. It's really fast. Yeah. So, so to me, it's just uncharacteristic throws to like defenders, uh, throwing away balls but into the middle of the field as opposed yes. to sidelines yep. and everything. Yep. Yep. Timing yep. is off. So timing, I can be like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, but yeah, it just I don't know. It it seems like there's a little bit missing in her game, and is it's there... it's driving me nuts to try and to watch this because we know how good she yes. can be. Uh, yeah. So so despite her her skill set, she's somebody who plays to a system, right? Mm-hmm. She's oh. not a gunslinger. She, she I was gonna develop add system. one more thing in. Sorry, Pease. It just came to me because she's playing four B. She has to use the men's adult ball. So there's no Correct. women's equivalent in that. So that could also play into the fact that maybe she's Fair. trying to adapt to that new ball as well and getting used to it and struggling through but, but, that. But, like the grip on the ball is definitely difficult for her. When it comes to the re the re thing, like like again, there's myself. I, I I know a lot of quarterbacks who like me are. are System quarterbacks. We develop a system and we call a system. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're not. We're not. We're not quarterbacks who do this thing that's outside of what we normally do. Is it that the people Sarah Parker are playing with, the team she's playing with in women's, are not exactly a team she played with in Tampa? Right. It's not. This team is not a team she's familiar with. Is it the lack of familiarity where they're not breaking where she expects them to? They're not. The spacing yeah. is not right. The timing is not right. Is that what this is? Because it, I, if you look at the roster, in, in it the one game, in the one game sample size, yeah, you can you can argue that, and it would be a fair argument. She probably has the connection, and and I think it again shows in the stats. She has that familiar familiarity with Kevin Lubin. Have they ever played together? Or yeah, they uh, played together in uh, Coed. Yes. Okay. So yeah, right with uh, the pink uh, basketball team. Uh, Don't remember yeah. the team name, but yeah. Third down for what? Third down for what? Yes. Uh, so they they have that chemistry and it and it and it showed. Um, yeah, I th- I think that's that's definitely it's definitely possible. Yeah. 
Vulture's 32, Ben is 31. Oh, um, what a game. Awesome game. Fuck. Awesome game. That was really fun to watch. I was uh, just wrapping up my game when that game started. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched the first half. And as naturally it usually goes, you watch the first half and then uh, halftime comes around and you make your, you start making your way out of the facilities. Uh, I did. And I got a text met where one of our group chats, uh, hey, Mo, your uh, Rob Campana was saying on the chat, Mo, your 10 p.m. game is canceled. And I said, Mo's, you know, in my head, I said, Mo's in a Division One game. He's not going to have time to, to look at his phone. So I'm like, let me just go back into Lachine and go tell him. And as I'm telling Mo and then crossing and making my way back out of, out of Lachine, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm watching again the Vultures Bandits game and I couldn't, I couldn't leave. I'm like, I look at my watch, 15 minutes left. I'm like, yeah, let, let me stay and watch this because it was a barn burner. It was score for score, tit for tat. It was blink and you miss an amazing play. Uh, Tremont Salmon, uh, he, he, I, I kind of coached him up on, <laughs> on the sidelines in the first half. He dropped, I believe, a touchdown pass on, or sorry, he, he dropped the ball on like fourth and two to get a first down and I'm like dude don't don't let it you're going to you're going to be needed in this game you're you're going to make a huge play and literally the next drive uh Ben throws him a 25 yard seam uh, on the sideline he goes up posterizes a guy the guy sh- the defender shoves him out of bounds like really shoves him hard out of bounds penalty and the touchdown so uh and helped this help help this team uh they they went for they, they because of the penalty they were able to go for two points from the five yard line mm-hmm. get that uh that extra and point the game. And, and that ended up being the game yeah. so he it, it was it was an amazing really great game to watch so you're a salmon guy not salmon guy huh Yes, I said salmon. No, I said salmon. Trey Mount salmon. No man, you said salmon. Oh crap! I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is that. that, that I think I think that makes you a bad person. I'll take your salmon tartar. <laughs> salmon. Do you have any tartar. smoked salmon? That, that, that goes back to that Raiders uh, uh, hard knocks. Uh, like I've a, never uh, seen a single second of hard knocks. Okay, okay. So, so I don't know. I've yes. seen it. Yes. Yeah. 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 The rookie dinner, right? Yeah, the rookie dinner. Yes. Yeah. Salmon. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um. But on the other side of that, Emil Scaff, uh, he's been kind of like, uh, we <sighs> fall in love with these new quarterbacks when they join the league, right? Yeah. Where they can have success right away, yeah. and he's he's one of those guys. Yeah. And so seeing him play compete in this game, um, I feel bad for them. Like, they're a good team, mm-hmm. and they're competing. But and, I think they're one in three now. Yeah. They they started. I think they won their first game, and now they've lost three in a row. Oh, they're in a really tough position in 4B because 4B is, is tough. Well, so, you know, they, they, their only win came week one by a point to Vershvall. Right, right, right. Which is, uh, by the way, Guillaume Bellin. Because you played him, yeah. Div one caliber player. Right. Uh, I'm not joking. Next superstar in FPF, he's amazing. Uh, but Vershvall kind of, they're that team where if you let them hang around, right. they'll beat you. Uh-huh. I promise you that'll happen. Um, but like, you know, and then like, Honey Martin, Le Montagnard, Vultures, these are all seasoned teams. Yeah. So yeah. the one game that they won was a game where it's like, okay, they're similar that they don't play all the time, they're athletic, but maybe, you know, they they're missing that little bit extra. Uh they're kind of similar, right? It's a coin flip game and they won that one. But you know, I think I think that uh it's a learning season for Bandits. Yeah. I, I After, and, and yeah. It's the best kind of learning season where you're playing games and you're winning games. You know what I just realized? 
we're going to have outdoor games in April. You just realized yeah. I mean, this? I wasn't actually informed. It was, like, implied that it was going to happen, no, we but now talked I've about actually it. seen it. We talked about one of the 90 chats well, were part of Loyola it. Loyola out. No, 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 but he's he's referring on the schedule. Like, yeah. it's a like, tangible like thing Like, we talked now. about it, but it's actually it's, booked. Like, it's we tangible. We outdoor yeah. games for winter. Outdoor yeah. games for winter, winter season. season. Yeah. Wait, wait, winter yeah. season has only, like, four weeks in winter. We're actually, it's <laughs> yeah. not the spring season. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been 15 degrees today. My trench coat was a mistake. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I was on a terrace today. I was outside in, 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 in this. I sat on a terrace and I had a beer today. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. and I can't even change the typo. <laughs> nope. Carlo. You can't change the typo. For the uh, capital Carlo. O in outdoors? Yeah. In oh. co-ed, okay. Power Rangers were pushed by Sriracha hot chili sauce. How does this play into the heavyweight matchup between the, uh, between Power Rangers and Party Mix in week five? Yeah, it's it's very likely going to be, and shout out to Chris Rive, uh, the game of the week, uh, which the poll was supposed to be closed on Friday. You can close it. Uh, I think they had 46 votes, uh, I think, as of like 6 p.m. today. Uh, the next, Let's talk about that for a second. So if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, oh, right. join our Facebook community yes. group for the players. Uh, every Good week, production. Chris Rive, our game of the week uh, filmographer. I was going to call him stenographer. Oh, filmographer is totally a real word. Yeah. You should use it all the time. I am going to use it. Okay. Um, so he posts the poll for the games of which are on the ballot to be filmed for that week. Uh, so feel free to join our community, vote on which what games your favorite, depending on what's there, and then reap the rewards or suffer the wrath of the community for that selected Jeez, game. Jeez, wrath. That's yeah. a big deal. So, big deal. so what's the question? How does it play into the matchup of uh, Power Rangers narrowly? I don't remember, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think the matchup... Uh, it really is. It literally is game of the week. Uh, Power well, but like Rangers. we were told, it's Power Rangers and everyone wants to play for second, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And now we see them pushed by not even party mix, by Sriracha hot chili sauce. Yeah. And and now they face their their true biggest challenge. Yeah. In uh, party mix. In party mix with yeah. Francois Delorier. Yeah. I am Francois Delorier. I, for the longest time, did not understand that reference. Most people don't. Yeah, right. Until it was explained to me uh, about the interviews and playoff games and then and, and that. Yes. Yes. What it is is I, I, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, uh, I, I, I hated doing the press conferences. You hate, hated them. I hated them. So I turned like all of them into do, a circus. Doing them or, or interviewing? I hated doing the interviews for press okay, conferences because okay. – Players in FPF think they have sponsorships to protect and don't say anything for some reason. And so I hated it. I found it boring. So I turned into a disaster every time, including uh, the one time no one from Francois Doria's team showed up. And I was like, I'll just be him. I am, And then, therefore, yeah. I am Francois Doria. Again, to peel back the curtain, if you make the finals, we used to have this whole, like, NFL media day type of thing where we'd ask you questions and a lot of people were just like, no, our opponents are really good and we're going to play really hard and Garbage. all our players are excellent and it's going to be a good game and we can't wait to be there on the, the day. And, and that was, those were the interviews. So, it was terrible. Yeah. Jenga so we, so we became a, an innovative <laughs> topic. But but I think, you know, to, to, take, to extrapolate that, I think that is a FPF kind of nomenclature, just a... Uh, let's try we it do, out. Well, we do something else now. Right? We, it evolved into some other thing, the content that we produce. And, right. Yeah. But what I'm trying to get at is sometimes we try new things oh, yeah. and they don't work. Kind of like when I started with the media in 2020, you tried a Monday article and a Tuesday article and, and a Wednesday article. I'm convinced it was the best idea. Ever. No. And you know what? It wasn't obviously... 
players wanted articles written about their divisions. Division, yeah. And even as a writer, it was it was hard to work as a writer. It was hard because I, I to, but like listen, I was never doing the writers a favor. I was <laughs> trying to do something for the community to, to constantly get content. Yeah, so that every single day there was an article, right? That you, that might be about your team, right? 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 Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. but the, the writers hated it. My oh. surprise was the players hated. The it. players hated. It. They wanted their division recap. But, they wanted a pulse like, of, of not, the division. Like so. Um, my ego is not such that it extends to like, hey, that's okay. We disagreed. I'll go back to the other thing. That's what we yeah, did, right? Yeah, we yeah. we went back to divisional. Content. Watch this. You know what party uh, Power Rangers is gonna have to try this time around and hopefully it succeeds playing without Marilu Bella, yeah. who suffers a I don't want to say gruesome injury, but definitely uh, hurt uh, playing in Division yeah. One with Flagmol Sack. Actually, yeah. Uh, by the way, if you look at the box score on that, she had a great game. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. dominated. Mm-hmm. She's awesome until like the last five plays or something, right. Right, where she she gets hurt and yeah. is. Not carted off the field, but definitely wobbled. Helped off the field, for sure. Helped. And then didn't play the other two games she had scheduled uh, on that particular day. So that's going to be a little rough for them moving forward. So the I guess Power my question Rangers. to you is yeah. who fills in the gap for Power Rangers uh, moving forward for, for them in the next few weeks? That's, it's, it's, it's tough because really um, tough. although they have the... She doesn't have a massive cap hit. Uh-huh. She's kind of an intermediate cap hit. So it's going to be tough. Yeah. Plus, replacing uh, women players is not always easy. Although now, it's easier with the women's division. Uh, yeah, yeah. And for recruiting, sure. Yeah. Well, just from a roster perspective, they still have Jasmine Farmer. They, have they the still best. have Geneviève Godin, Constance Milan, who are like staples. Lorian Bel Beauchamp as well. But yeah. that's it. They already have the best, like one, like the top ten women. So replace one of the top ten. You you have half of them on your roster, but it's a very different but game. It's, it's though, a huge like, piece. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's huge. It and and it's not easy to replace. Is my is my yeah. point? Because you I, already like it's just, have like it's it's the team that can suffer the loss the best, which sounds crude because obviously, like a, a person's injury matters more than an outcome of a football game. But um, we're here to talk about results and and the game and. Yeah. It, it, it does suck to put us in that position at times, but that's what we're here to do, right? And um, replacing her is going to be very, very, very difficult, regardless of the fact that they're the team most equipped to do that. Um, but now knowing that, does yeah. it even the playing field a bit? I, I absolutely. Party, I, party I do think so. Uh, more, more so than like say two weeks ago. If you were told me, I would have. I, I had the chance to score keep Power Rangers. They completely destroyed uh, two and a half kittens uh, with the, that, that Joey Taylor offense. Didn't work in co-ed uh, the, the way it normally does. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, yeah, we we'll will. We'll talk about that in a second. We, we I don't get it. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That offense has to work all the time. So uh, it's just the they click on all cylinders. And they mostly, like you mentioned every week here about co-ed, it's the women for Power Rangers. That it has to be. They, they, it, they, they you can't, kill you. Can't you can't play. With with two, with three receivers, they kill with two receivers, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, I think Party Mix now has has a much better chance to to usurp them and and be the number one seed at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I, I I'd put five to ten bucks on them for sure. Not a gambling man like you. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, you're probably happier that way. <laughs> you're probably happier that way. Uh, two and a half kittens made it to the halfway point with a mediocre two, two and one. Um. Yeah, two and a half wins. Two and a half wins for two I and a half. I just read that for two and a half. That's a good joke. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
Is it surprising at all? If not, can we pretend? You can try and pretend, but I'm not too surprised. Uh, again, I don't want to repeat the same things I heard you and Mo talk about, but it's the lack of the female involvement. And I saw it I, I, even before you guys talked about it. I saw it. It's just he, it's not that he intentionally does it. It's just he sets up his offense in a way that it, it it's it's that quick release uh, to his snappers to 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 do a, like a smash kind of move. So I'm not surprised. No, just from what I saw on the field. Joy so, Teter, go ahead, yeah. So here's an interesting question, right? So we all know exactly that it's quick reads off the off the snap, essentially, yeah. almost what I'm going to describe as pitches to almost. whoever yep. the defense doesn't jump. Mm-hmm. So. Imagine if the receivers who line up in the slots or the the positions, I should say, that he usually throws to, if those receivers are replaced with the women, does he have the same success running the exact same plays with the, I guess, same people on his roster but just in a different position? Like put the men on the other side of the field, put the women on the side that he's comfortable with, and run the same offense. Do they succeed? When Joey Taylor was most successful in FPF, it was... The way his mind works is absolutely impressive. I will defend him being an FPF Hall of Famer to the end of time because he spawned a whole New type offense. of offense yeah. that we see all the way down from t- from Division three to six. Yep. yep. He taught me a lot about how to read defense, where it's like if the defense does this, then you do this, then you do this, then the, you know, like like it was very reactionary to what the defense is giving you, and it was very intelligent, very patient. Um, and as time developed, as he got better talent, he tended to force a little bit to the better talent. I think if he strips back and goes back to just the, the, the decision-based offense that he created. Now, a lot of players will take Joey's offense and say, okay, well, I'm going to attack a little bit more in the intermediate. I'll attack a bit more downfield. But essentially, it's the same idea. Mm-hmm. Is If the defense does this, I do this. And it's automatic. You don't even know who you're throwing to. Because the way the decisions are made right. in offense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the better the talent is, and we see, for example, uh, Matthew Rupchich, Marco Bertoldi, Gab Wiseman, guys who are, again, guys we've talked about, Division three-ish type receivers. But if you just make the decisions and make the right decision every time, you're, the, you're one of the best decision makers in FPF history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he has the second best completion percentage in FPF history. After Fred Vieng. I wouldn't be shocked if you if, if that not he's second, third, like he's sure. he's around there. So um that's what that that's what this has become. And this is a game where he actually played well. Because this is a game he where he played well and just not up to snuff with compared to Francois Laurier. Uh, Tommy Roadhouse. Tommy Roadhouse. Roadly Trojados. I opened the wrong game. For sheet. for Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. Good. so uh, he's still. Uh, I I only saw one of their games. I I would want to. But that's it. So again, so I got, I had the wrong game yeah. should open. But either yeah. way, like they just got back, got by Bishop Sycamore, who's a team who's been struggling all season. But they're good. They're good. Dog. I saw them. They're the best talent in the they're in the division. So good. I'm, I'm like. Uh, it's all university level talent. And they're like winless, I think. Or yes. they, uh, it's it's in, insane. Like uh, QB Tommy, he throws a wild, like crazy ball. The, Ta- the girls are, we had, are good we on had the Tommy team. We had Tommy on Hot Sauce Sports. He was a guy who had NFL aspirations. 
Yeah. I, or I, is I, a guy who has I it. I can see. I can see why. <laughs> like he's a freak. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Omar Torre, university player. Uh, Jessica Bo- uh, Bostappen, university player. University um, did you see? Is it on? Can you scroll down, Eagle? Look at the defensive stats for her. She sacked Joey Taylor nine times. Nine times. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, <laughs> if you've seen Joey Taylor play, it kind of makes you. Sense. Did, did you she can't just? Sack did, him. <laughs> did she win Player of the Year? Uh, just with this Defense one game, yeah, one she game. won Defensive Player of the Year in co-ed with this performance. Insane. So they clearly are talented, even at the like in the in the women position. Are you kidding me? To sack Joey Taylor nine times? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's unheard of. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Um, as for. I want to talk about a team specific. The team I played on, you've played on now. Not in co-ed one, but yes. But in co-ed. Yeah, in, uh, in co-ed general. We're yeah, talking, I'm just we're using talking, it as a segue, we're bro. We're talking co-ed <laughs> generally. Yeah, slowly going to co-ed two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave DeAndre. Yes, I know him. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, He's a quarterback who... I, I And I say this about a lot of the guys that uh, have been the quarterback... For um, kiss my hands, kiss my hands on. Thank you, uh, Josh Vasquez, myself, yeah, uh, and 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 um, it's usually been Josh Dave DeAndre, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. When it works, it really works. Okay, but the mistakes become problematic, right? And that's the case, I think, for all three quarterbacks in the last three seasons. Of okay, yeah. So what? Is going on specifically with with Dave, and and this effort in Kuwait. So you want me to trash my QB? No, my, I just want I want analysis on you. <laughs> so I do think it's taking time um, to build chemistry, uh, and just get the timing of how certain receivers run routes, uh, at what speeds, uh, when they accelerate on a and crossing that's, that's route. A, by the way. Like, yeah. like it took some time you, with you for people for people who haven't played co-ed before. It yeah. takes a second. Yes, because yeah. it's not the same game. Yeah, uh, I, I think it, I think the same. And and because you comment this quite often, meaning every week, is that he struggles to hit Abigail Cockerton, the one of the yeah. premier snappers in co-ed. Well, so I was talking to uh, Alexis Zubai this week. Yeah, and but you, is she you, still snapping for Kispanzo? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because well, no, he was saying he was saying because he was saying Dave had had issues. Connecting with it, right, and and I, but I also I, had similar. So did you yeah. at, at at first? Yeah, you just worked out those kinks, and this week, albeit against Lasect, it was the time to experiment and try and. and but and that's literally the team where I found that connection because it takes you a weak opponent in a sense to get that, and to, I and I and to try right, right, exactly, and I think this is we we ended up playing Lasect this week. Um, that's where it happened, and kind of like you. Maybe the trajectory now goes from a um, a struggling David DeAndre to a more successful and excelling one. But so so and and I think again it's just for, and uh, I think it's it's comes with a lot of guys who are not natural quarterbacks. But I'm in, I'm impressed by the step he took this week. And I know Les yeah. is is a team who does have an FPF win. They do. I you're uh, wrong. Clear out. I made a mistake again. You know what? I didn't make a mistake. Mandela effect. Let's take them never won a game. They have two wins, okay. actually. They've never won a game. They won Mendel twice effect. in winter that. 2020. That's true. Um, Listen, man, the pandemic's been long. We forgot yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, forgot a lot yeah. of stuff. So not only is he connecting with yeah. now the women, 
he's even kind of like you. We've never played together. He hasn't played with me as receiver. He's like, oh, crap. You're kind of good in the red zone. And I'm like, okay, sure. You know, you, you, I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> like, yeah. that personally, I, it's I, that I, game where you dropped all those balls last season. No, no, no. I'm remembering something. I, I'm probably remembering it wrong. You're, you mis- dropping all the you're, balls. you're totally misremembering. We dropped all those balls, you know. Yeah, it's, no, no, it's, no. it's probably something like that. So, yeah, so chemistry. And I feel like sometimes he's just a little hesitant in the huddle, yeah. calling plays. So those those would be my two things, but he's 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 getting there. He's getting the hang of coed, and uh, it's it's it's, wor- an adjustment. it's, it's looking. It's up. adjustment, and yeah. I'm glad I'm glad he had this kind of game where he he cemented himself. The uh, the turnovers are gonna be an issue, and uh, kiss my end zone's defense is one that um, is steady. But if you if you're turning over the ball, it's putting too much pressure on that defense. I think it's it's, it's not a defense that will typically like sh- like. Oh, it's not a shutdown defense. It's not a shutdown defense. No, it's, no, it's a defense no, no. opportunistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is great, but you can't if they're opportunistic, you can't give opportunities to the other team, right? So that, exactly. that's yeah. that's uh, how that game that, works. That's a fair, fair assessment. Um, so I was there for the game between Three Hundreds and Fifth Squad. Okay. Reka Siva Subramaniam. You are brave. You are brave, my <laughs> Hold man. Hold on. I wrote it phonetically on the script. <laughs> I'm gonna call her Rekka for the rest of the season. Yeah, she's a wrecking ball. Rekka. she's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, no. I, I, in, in all, I, I, in I, all I, honesty, yeah. because I, I know, her, I know her statistically and and allegorically, hearing about the women's division, learning about it more, watching her play, the confidence in her hands to like she was playing snapper mm-hmm. and catching the ball, turning her head, immediately going upfield. I was really impressed, and it's like snappers don't get enough love. For what? Why were you telling me to hold on? Just bring up the page when yeah, you have you it. You said hold on. What? I heard you say hold on. No, I didn't. No, okay. Yeah, you. He, he did I heard it, that right? too. I yeah, heard it. yeah. And maybe oh it's God. the beer. Maybe I, it's the beer. I'm talking to myself. It's the beer. Yeah, I think you you were talking. To, you screamed it out. It was like, <laughs> what am I waiting for? <laughs> anyway, um, so a lot of snappers don't get like, and she's great in red zone, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. more important to, to uh, than that, I think is. Uh, her ability to move the ball, move the chains on offense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Snappers, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe as an ex snapper, maybe yeah. I've been slated this way. You don't get a lot of credit for the third and four catch, that fourth and two catch, that third and five catch, yeah. that, that that second and eight catch where you break a tackle and get the first down. She's a chain mover, yeah. and that's so important in an offense. And and. I like throwing the snappers. Snappers are really important to me. I played the position, and I, I recognize that. Eagle, you have a great snapper in Steven Albarico who's that kind of snapper. He's not a second-level receiver, but he's a guy who you throw to and moves the ball. Yeah, check down, man. Yeah. yeah. Rick is that, but with speed and the ability to turn a field. Like, she, she, she has a, a great combination of both things. I was amazed watching her. Um, that said... It was an interesting game because of the way, the style both teams were playing. Deep sideline shots back and forth, back and forth. Okay. And um, this was the first game Manuel Chrissy Lozon played for 300s. He made a ridiculous catch in the end zone. Um, He's, I, I know the guy. He's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The second of the Chrissy Lozons to play in FPF, uh-huh. uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he... He kind of he had an impact in that, even when he wasn't catching the ball, he was attracting attention. So it, it kind of allowed for yeah. Rekka to get some easy yardage. And yeah, on the other hand, 
I was surprised by Fitzquad's approach, whether it was Gabriel Masso or Felix Roulet. Uh-huh. You don't need to throw downfield constantly. Yeah, because I'm surprised at the scoreline. Alexi showed up, because we, we played right after, and Alexi's playing with me in Division 4B. Yeah. And he was like, what's happening in this game? I'm like, yeah. dude, it's just bomb, 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 bomb. And it's yeah. it, it's kind of like, so again, we're, we're in March Madness right, right now, right? Yeah. And there are teams that kind of create unpredictable uh, uh, unpredictable scores by by playing cribbly, like fast pace. Yeah. That's kind of what this was. Like you see uh, uh, George Louis. Sorry, I can't read the name. George Jean Louis. George Jean Louis. I couldn't yeah. see the middle name. Yeah. He had 27 throws and he was running. And he was running be- behind line of scrimmage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That shows you how fast the gameplay was because. 27 throws when you're also running the ball is a lot of plays. Yeah. And and then, again, you look to the other side. 19. You have 19 throws, and again, s- some quarterback mobility as well. So, like, a- and 19 plays, n- 19 pass attempts when you're not scoring means shows that, again, the, the amount of plays run in the game is pretty... Uh, is is pretty fast paced. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty fast yeah. paced. So I I and, I, and I don't think if it worked for Fit Squad at all. And a lot of incompletions. But that's it. Yeah. Like there was wide open receivers for Fit Squad. Yeah. And and it didn't matter who was quarterback. They're just chucking it. So here's the question for you because I played Fit Squad, mm-hmm. but when we lost to them, mm-hmm. kiss my end zone did. It wasn't Felix Goulet at quarterback, and I want to bring back you know the theme of the week here with quarterback controversies and 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 quarterback uh you know maybe a better option the better off of Phyllis Goulet the better off of Phyllis Goulet even with all these deep shots versus the I, 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 methodical I, approach of Veronique Zumet I've noticed when I play fast pace the other teams tend to also play fast pace. right and that's kind of what I feel I feel like Phyllis Goulet got in he got in his own head because he saw the other team scoring and moving the ball and like I need to keep up right but had he just thrown check down, check down, check down, check down, it would have been a very different game. So we know that Alex LaRoche is a very experienced uh, player in, in co-ed mm-hmm. and, and women's division. He's known Veronique Zume for a long time, and he, he was giving us tips on defense. Hey, you know, don't, don't follow her eyes. She'll look you off. It's just tips here and there. The fact, though, that Veronique Zume has a wealth of experience of her own outside uh, of FPF, so but in other flag leagues. Yeah. I feel like she might be the better option here. Well, I, I, I meant from the two quarterbacks I saw that night. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. yes. I, 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 sorry, I was extrapolating. I was going, no, 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 I was no, going I, further. It's I, my bad. I cut you off and I didn't let you finish your question. Yeah. And I assumed I knew what you meant. Well, because, we, again, we played them. We being Kiss My End Zone. They beat us. She was the QB. She had me second guessing certain, you know, jumping a certain route, uh, following the post or letting it go. Uh, she, she might be the better option. That's my uh, my argument yes. here. She's the best option yeah. available. Yeah. Um, yeah. She wasn't there. Okay. So. Yes. So get that for that given night. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I, yeah, I'm, I got you. I'm not as familiar with Fit Squad, so I didn't know that. I was reacting to the game I saw. You're right. If Veronica, I didn't realize she was on the team. You're yeah. right. Yeah. If she's yeah. there, yeah. she's the best. She's the best option for the team, um, and and that's it. She just she just wasn't there that night. Um, Eagle, is our guest ready? 
Uh, yes, but we can continue finish the co-ed stuff and then we can jump onto it. Okay, sounds good. Okay, we'll finish. Yeah, co-ed, and then we have a caller. Do we want to uh, just slowly introduce? Let's what? just finish co-ed. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Iggy, Team Commando, what's wrong? They're going commando. Way too often. It's very inappropriate for you to make that comment during co-ed. <laughs> the guys are going commando. <laughs> yes, the guys yeah. are going commando. There we go. Um. Uh, how do I put it? Uh, they're just, they don't seem organized with the offense. Uh, it, it's a lot of, oh, this guy's open. Oh, now he's not. This girl's open. Now she's not. Let me run around the backfield and scramble and try and make a play. And it ends up in, in a lot of four down punts. So, uh, so just maybe like a, a, a playbook that's more concerted in the, like, not reactionary. This yeah. is my read one, read two, read three. And, and in some ways, it is. But then it's because there's a lot of experience now co-ed two teams. It's not their first rodeo. There's, it's their second or third or fourth season now. They've seen some of the concepts. And they, Team Commando kind of just runs the same offense all game. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, a lot of like, it, instead of the triple slants, it's triple outs. Which and is a variation of, yeah. But I, I picked it up right away. It's like, okay, just stay put right here. You're going to get a ball into your hand. Split the outs. Exactly. And they, they, they don't adjust well enough. So that's... I, I've said before that one of the things a lot of FPF quarterbacks have learned is that you should have a... a you should divide the game in three and have three yeah, playbooks. you've said this. Yeah, you've and, said and, this before. And I think that would help them. Is the roster too big? I don't think so, actually. I, I, I usually I, I kind of like the eight eight person roster. Uh, I don't think that's nine the, if uh, your quarterback uh, can't play quarter can't uh, can't play defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in your case, yes. Uh, I don't think that's their problem. It's it's not the size of the team. Okay. Yeah. We're good. No, but you can keep going if you want. I mean, I can. But I, lo- I looked at you because I thought we were good to no, go. No, you can like. Like I said, you can finish the conversation. That was. Are you, do you have the script open? Yes. There's a whole section there about yin and yang. And two touchdowns. Oh, I skipped decided. that. Yeah. You, we, All right. <laughs> two of yin and yang's last three games have been decided by one touchdown. I often say this, and, and we'll touch on this probably later in the show as well, is that um, close winning close games is not a skill. It's luck. That bounces can go either way. A call can go against you. Um, mm-hmm. Is this worrisome for Yin and Yang? So, unless... Oh, I'm in Fall Cup. Crap. Because I'm like, Gino DeFazio, Quasi Gordon, mall throwing. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> this seems different. Um, so, uh, stalling for time here. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the question again? Given that two of the three games yeah. have been won by a single score, is it worrisome that they're keeping games so close? Because my belief is that Close, winning close games is not an ability, it's luck. Because they can easily go against you. No, I don't I don't think that's true. I think it's a, no, I I well, think well, it's wrong. a skill to win close games. Well you're wrong. So no, g- given con- that given that you're wrong. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to control to be able no 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 I, and I'm I'm serious. Look, so look, I think it's different. So okay, let's put it this way. Is it that yin and yang are controlling the game and and hold off other teams? Where, like, for example, like, if, you, if you're if you up two scores and the other team scores and then you just drain the clock, 
Yeah. That's different than holding on for dear life and the other team just doesn't score in the last drive, right? Like, those are two very different scenarios. Y- yes and no, but sure. Uh, I'm well, one, you had a two-score lead, and the other team couldn't come back, and it, oh. it looks like a one-score lead, and the other one is... Yes, okay. You yes. know what I mean? Like, in that way, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so are we worried, or is Yin and Yang just controlling the game? Is kind of my question. I, I, I think they're controlling the game. Uh, I mean, they're doing it against teams... I, I like like Team Commando. They're they're in their games. They're all one score games. The, that the, is true. The two the two that they played against Kiss My End Zone, one score or two score games. This Yin and Yang uh, matchup, it was a one score game. There, but, but so the the games against Team Commando, right? Yeah. Did you feel that it was close? I did feel that okay. it was close, but a team like Yin and Yang, it should have been a two or three score game. That's and now, that's my point. That. I, I see your point now, but now I'm looking at the roster. Nope, it's not up there. Uh, uh, <laughs> it could it, easily be on your screen. But that's fine. But that's fine. It is on my screen. But it, it is on my screen. But I'm, I'm, but I'm seeing that Robert White, yeah, quarterback for them, which is not usually who it is. It's usually Matthew Peacock, at least for the. But the I past. mean, Matthew Peacock's a good not an actual quarterback either, right? Good athlete, but not an actual quarterback. Similar to Robert White. Sure. Yeah. So, for the quarterback reason, I'll say that. They're not able to control a game uh, more than than if, say, Gino DeFazio was at quarterback. Fair. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get Lemis Aljundi, if I can ever pronounce that right. Oh, no. Why is Chrome not letting me call? <laughs> These are producing issues. Yeah. Something I'm very aware of right Try now. Try restarting My Chrome have been or restarting your though. computer. Why is this being weird? So... We're calling Lemise uh, in in, the meantime. in in anticipation of talking about the women's division. She's yeah. going to give us uh, some of her comments. So, yes. first of all, yes, everyone clear out. I'm sorry, women's division. I made so many mistakes. Francis right. Laurier sent me so much information. I misread one thing and panicked, and I got so many things wrong. I'm super thankful oh, to everyone who reached out. Did you, like, skip a line? I skipped a line, but then... And, that, then, like, and then one mistake became another. Well, that's because because I, I, I just panicked and ignored the document and just, like, tried to remember. Oh, crap. It, it was so bad. I'm so sorry. I made so many mistakes. I'm going to work my best to try and learn the division to make less of these mistakes. I want to thank everyone who reached out because there was lots of you who reached out. <laughs> I'm not upset at all. I, yeah. uh, it's you want to learn. The entire yeah. league is so much work. It's really hard. And we totally appreciate you guys reaching out. The more information you give us, the better armed we are to cover the division. So yeah. thank you so much uh, for doing that. Yeah, It's appreciated. And, and uh, a, yeah, we and look a lot forward to getting more info from you. And guys. a lot of the teams that come out on Sundays from 3 to 6 to play in Lachine in the women's division – this week you'll have your photographs taken, as we said earlier yeah. in the uh, in the segment with Eagle. Uh, you will get your team uh, photographs, your individual uh, team uh, team individual and team pictures this week. Yeah. We, uh, I want to have a segment. I'm working on getting the the, the, the stinger recorded. Like a stinger is like a an audio drop. Uh huh. And go ahead. I um my my. F- my singer friend in Hawaii is uh, is trying to get it ready, where she sings. Uh-huh. It's for the women's division specifically. Okay. Mansplaining with Mo and Bees. Here they go again. So I'm working oh, a on, little, on a, a little intro segment. Yeah, for, ah. for where Mo and I yeah. continuously butcher the, the, the women. And every mistake we make, yeah. that's the drop that'll play. Mansplaining with Mo and Bees. So Eagle's got to be, yeah, he's gotta be acutely aware exactly. of any mistake that you make. Exactly. Yeah. So... Um, 
working on that. Um, I see what you're doing there. So what you're doing there is now you're shifting the blame onto Eagle yeah. for any mistake that yeah. you make. People are now going to be like, hey, the music wasn't played. It, you made a mistake. So Eagle, where was the music? Exactly. How would we know we made How, a mistake? You're, you're really smart. My guy, I didn't get to run the media by luck. <laughs> it was by <laughs> conniving and by throwing people under the bus. Yeah. Eagle, what's going on, man? So, yeah, for some reason, the Firefox and Chrome plugins that usually do calls aren't working. So I'm switching over to a backup system, and now we're just waiting for Lemise to join Skype? instead. Yeah, it's I don't know what's going on. It literally says can't access your computer and everything. Well, so that's fine. it is what it is. That's fine. Do? How about how about this? In, in the two to three minutes uh, leeway uh, that we have here, let's talk about Lemise's team. Uh, she played. Uh, Should be shouldn't be very long. Sure. Uh, so her alumni team is Red Nation, uh, but her uh, CJEP team, VC Cubs, uh, played Strangers this week uh, in Tier 2 of the women's division. Uh, could you have set that up in a more confusing manner? I <laughs> could have. I could have. But yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, essentially the Vanier uh, yeah. Cubs played the Strangers, which are pretty much the equivalent of the free agent squad uh, for the women's divisions, hence strangers. They don't know each other. Um, they finally played a more competitive matchup against each yeah. other. We, we talked about it last week. That, like, yeah. You just got a really bad draw to start. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and you know what? It was actually a pretty good game. I think it was a two or three point game. Uh, so uh, much more competitive for both sides. Uh, the VC Cubs were actually, I believe, up two scores. I was scorekeeping this game. Uh, up two uh, maybe nine points, uh, kind of a kind of a lead, uh, and gave up the lead to strangers. Uh, strangers coming back on the play of their quarterback, uh, and I believe um, number twenty-five. I believe is her name. Uh, her number, sorry. On strangers. <laughs> on strangers. Yes, she came late to the to the field, uh, and she's one of their better receivers. Very reliable. Uh, Mary Pierre Dante. Mm, yes, yes, uh, exactly. If you said no, I wouldn't know what to do. No, yeah, it is, it is Maripiet Dalpe. Uh, very reliable receiver, great hands. Um, she has actually very good speed um, for her size. So uh, she was the the, com the spirited the comeback over the VC Cubs uh, for them. Yeah, exactly. It was a three-point game. They ended up winning 24 uh, to 21. Uh, really off, off, of her, uh, off of her hands as... For touchdowns, both touchdowns and very key first downs uh, against VC Cubs. Yeah. yeah. VC Cubs was a team we talked about where, like, um, we thought they might struggle. Yeah. Um, yeah. That they're sort of a developing roster. Mm -hmm. um, the talent is absolutely there. They they, they really do. Uh, I'm telling you, I've, I've seen them three or four times now. Licky, uh, Licky, I'm sorry, Nikki, Nikki Liminatis. Yeah. That's the the alcohol talking now. <laughs> it's kicking in. Uh, Nikki, Amanda Townsend, Aslin, Casey Anderson, Ingerman, uh, Emma Townsend, Aslin, even Emma Olson. They're honestly, they're they're once yeah. they, if they can just grab the ball, they can take it upfield. They can spin. They 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 can make uh, defenders miss their flags. And. and being a, a five on five game, it's more wide open, right? So you you it is, but the field is smaller. Oh, too. it is, it is for sure. But just the like the optics because or? because you can create ISO yes. opportunities. Every yes. play has an ISO opportunity. Correct. Um, uh, you you have the ability 
to for one on one matchups. Yeah, and if you win, if you, if you just break one tackle, yeah. you can go upfield, and and I think that's what the VC Cups excel at. Y- yeah. Um. And and honestly, if Laurie Willett can limit mistakes, can just get the ball to their their to their teammates mm-hmm. in a position where where they can make the plays for her, I think they'll be. Which is best, better when when she does that, which is often, she's successful. Yeah. When she's throwing her deep ball, it's not a great deep ball. It's a bit of a wobbler. It's a bit of a duck. Amanda Townsend Aslin and Emma, uh, the two sisters, very tall receivers. So they sometimes will moss over uh, the other girls. And they have the athletic ability to do so. So they bail out Lori Willette uh, on her deep ball. So that's what usually ends up happening uh, for, for them. <laughs> Why are you smiling at me? That concludes <laughs> the breakdown for this game. Okay. Eagle. I, I can't tell you what's going on. <laughs> okay. Wait, That's wait, wait. why I was smiling. Because yeah, yeah. I knew we didn't have the call. Do you want to go into uh, another division? And then we'll... Because I don't want to cover too much of women's if Lamisa's going to join us later anyway. So we'll we'll, we'll sure. buy her time by by jumping into division uh, to division six. Yep. And worst case, she'll interrupt us and we'll get back to division six later. Mm-hmm. And it makes the division six people watch longer. Yeah. Time spent listening. Uh-huh. Um... The race for QB of the year. Alec Richard Nantel um, of the Stormers, Frankie Scalzo of Beer Nights. Cheers to Beer Nights. Cheers. Um, and Mikel Arsenal of Tropic Thunder. It's a three-way race. Is anyone even close? I think you just went on Division Six player stats, quarterback. Yeah, that's what I did. And you saw the, the top, top three, three guys. guys. Yeah. And, yeah, there's no – the question is quite apt. No, there's no one closer. This is so, it's a three way race. I write the article for Division Six. You do, and I wrote something about Tropic Thunder saying like, "Oh, with Michael Ash Arsenal, I I wasn't sure if t- Tyler Grandin was coming back, but I was like, yeah, I'm like with Michael Arsenal, they look really good. Yeah, and then I got called up by Tyler Grandin saying like, "Bro, I wasn't even there." I was like, "I'm saying this guy is better than you. I was trying to be nice." Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Mike Arsenal's really good. Yeah, like really, really good. But he's also, their number one receiver. He's a really yeah. tall. He, so Just like a it, really it, good athlete. It's a, a Division twenty two there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we are, and we'll get back to that conversation in a second as the drunken calling the audible continues. <laughs> All right, so I think we should be good here. We speak have, into the microphone. That's how I think we work. should be good Jesus. here. We have Lamise joining us right now, so we should be able to. Uh, Get her on in just a second. Could have got her on in standby while we finish the conversation. Hey, oh, there's there Lamise. There we go. Hey. Hey, Lamise. hey, how's it going? Not bad. I you? think you're on. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, we hear you. There we go. How's everything? Not bad. Not bad. Thanks for joining yeah. us after your class. That's brave. Yeah, it's been a long day. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Um, yeah, yeah we, we were just talking women's division, and uh, we're happy to have you on because. Uh, to be entirely honest, Mo and I have done a terrible job covering the women's division. We made a million mistakes. It's new to us, and we're still trying to figure it out. So the more we get help. from the players, the yeah. more help we get, the better we'll be. So we're happy to have our teammate here with us. Awesome. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's an interesting league. You guys should uh, put a little bit more time into it. You'll see. It's, uh, I, I, honestly, I, was, I was blown away. I saw some games in week two, um, and I was – impressed by both the pace of play and i was uh, we're just talking with iggy that being a five i understand that while the 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 field is smaller because it's it's five on five it automatically creates sort of these iso opportunities and flood opportunities that make the game the game speed 
incredibly quick. And we're seeing these women put up incredible stats at the quarterback position and receiving positions. Um, you've ref, you're, you're an FPF referee, you're a player in the women's division. You also feel as though the, the pace of the women's game is, is really sort of, I, I, the, the word I had for it was bre- breathtaking. Yeah, no, I, it's, a, it's one, a little uh, a faster pace, and it's a lot more uh, difficult for QBs. Like, you'd be surprised. You have to be a lot more precise to get it in the, in the short field. Like, I see a lot of, uh, like, it's very rare that you see in the men's division, I ref a lot of men's uh, games, that balls get thrown out of bounds, way out of bounds. But it's very common. It's one of the most common things you'll see in a women's game. You'll see at least two, three a game. Yeah, it's true. So it's, you got to be more precise, but it is a faster pace. I find it's quicker plays because it's not like you don't have much space to go. But yeah. 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 Uh, Lamise, I had a question for you. Uh, I wanted your opinion and your, uh, your point of view on how your perspective of uh, being a referee is different than when you're on the field playing uh, women's division. I saw you uh, with your Red Nation leading the defensive squad. Uh, you didn't end up uh, winning the game, I don't believe. But uh, I just wanted your, your your point of view, your perspective on uh, on the difference between yeah. refing a game and uh, being on the field, a defensive leader that you are. I mean, I understand a lot now, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a lot of it, it, <laughs> hidden but, messages in yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Keep yeah. Going. I mean, I get it. I get it. I used to. I mean, I'm a chill ref. It's just I'm cool. Yeah. I'll take it because I understand heat of the moment. I've 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 been an like I've played sports. Yeah. Before like before like FPF, so I understand that heat of the moment things come out of you. You're fired up, so it's fine. Like. As a ref, I understand it. So I kind of like chill. I'm like, okay, it's not personal. It's in the heat of the moment. Right. It's okay. But then I, I I, do have limits as a referee. I'm like, okay, but there's things that are like, just stop. You can't, you can't go there. You can't right. keep questioning the same thing over and over again. Like it just ticks the referee off. But then on the other hand, when I started to play, <laughs> I just noticed myself kind of rehaving the same thought. I'm just like, oh, but like, it's right there. Call that, uh, call this, call that. But I can't, like, I don't, I, I don't. Cause I know yeah. like the other side of re- the receiving end of that. So I don't say anything obviously, but you know, to my respectful one referee. One of my uh, techniques with referees recently, cause I used to be. You've evolved. Very hotheaded. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> as, as some of the older referees might tell you, Lamise. I often ask now, what did you see? Yeah. And yeah. if a referee explains, I saw this, this, and this, and it's very different from what I saw, like, okay, well, I That's can't it. expect you to call something you didn't see. Yes. You I saw can't go different. further than that. Look and I'll argument. just maybe suggest, like, hey, can you look for this? Because exactly. I saw this happen. And, and that's exactly. most referees will receive that well, I yeah. think, you know? Uh, yeah. That said, how do you feel about Mike Pierre saying trying to get away with sort of rule differences from FPF to FPF uh, women's? There's some rule differences, of course. Uh, there was a bad snap over the head of the Flamant Rose QB. And he was saying that there's no such thing as safety in women's because of the, uh, the ball being bad dead. Snap. Uh, on a bad snap, which is not entirely accurate. He said that a, a pick one on a convert was actually two points. 
instead of one. So <laughs> he was what, trying. I felt I, I I felt as a scorekeeper there on Sunday. Uh, he was trying to get away with some uh, some shady stuff there. Um, maybe you want to just sh- shed some light and some clarity on. Yeah, that. Well, we're gonna throw Mike, who I like a lot as an NBA <laughs> yeah. player. We're gonna throw him under the bus. Yeah, though. yeah. Because why not? Well, a convert. Like a convert, you mean uh, an interception and a return of a convert? Yeah, he returned one point. A one point right. convert returned he, for uh, a score. He was claiming in women's that. is two. Is two? No, points. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's no. nonsense. Yeah, just no. That that is a definite no. If it's a one you point can't convert, lose more than you gamble. One, <laughs> right? Two point convert. I mean, I think he probably saw you guys gamble the safety, so he was like, "All right, let me try my luck." No, yeah. I'm exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but uh, no, the convert. It's a. Uh, Two gets returned for two, one gets returned for one. The safety, though, was an argument that we did have actually before one of my games as well. Okay. Um, so the thing is, the bad snap in front of the uh, quarterback yep. is going to be reset to the line of scrimmage. With a loss of down, sure. With a loss of down. So it's kind of like the FPF junior uh, role, yep. I guess you could say. But, yep. uh, but the over the head thing is there. Uh, then in that case also has to be every case bad snap should be go back to the line of scrimmage. Right. So if but we're if going goes, back to the line of scrimmage, it yeah. cannot be a safety. <sighs> and this if is where we're not the rules... though, if it's over the head, see, that's the argument we also had. So it's a little, I get it. I had the same conversation with uh, Leo Tara and, and, yeah. um, and so it, if it's over the head though, does it get spotted? If it's, if we're choosing to spot it where it falls, then it, it is a safety. But if we're choosing that it's a reset, then it's a reset. And I believe, from what I understood, that a bad snap is a, is a, loss, of, a loss of down and reset to the line of scrimmage. Got it. Uh, all right. One, one more thing for you here, Lamise. Maybe Pease has a, a, another thing after. I do. Uh, yeah. Um, Lamise, what, what for viewers who don't get to be on the field, uh, who don't get to see women's division? What what what's maybe one or two things that you want to highlight that's really worth watching? Because I've seen a lot of games now scorekeeping, and I'm super impressed. Yeah. I, I I have my own set of things that uh, that I can comment on, but I want to hear it from your perspective. What 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 are some of the things players are missing out by not watching uh, women's division? I mean, I can tell you for sure, just logically speaking, I haven't even seen all the teams play, but thinking of the tier one teams, these are teams that have, that are university level teams that have been playing together for at least a season now and practice more than once a week. They are at a more uh, sophisticated skill level than the people in the men's division, division one. And it's more like elegant to watch. I guess you can say it's more technical. It's more hip movements it's more um the routes are well designed it's like more thought out than some just good athletes trying to play football right which is what i think the men's division is so here you just have to consider the time and effort put into it it's gonna pay off it's gonna put on a show and it's actually really interesting yeah i i i share that sentiment with you yeah yeah. let me use the rocker one and three they've only scored 63 points what can they consider to be a successful effort in this uh the season the rock in one and three yeah so they're they're i think where points. pisa's going is is that they're yeah. playing against those top tier university yeah. level yeah talent, yeah whereas they're not a university uh team right. Uh, right so what would be considered a successful season for them is it is it beating one of the teams uh even despite you know having a losing record uh uh, what what would what do you think would be a success? I mean, aiming for aiming for as uh, in a situation like this, aiming for as many wins is obviously like the goal. But 
I would say uh, get got gotten to that point. I would have my goal be getting uh, scored on the least, work on the defense, uh, little goals in every game. So if you if they if you've scored on average of one touchdown a game, well, try and achieve two touchdowns a game. Don't really look at what you're getting. Try and look at what you're giving instead. Might make the season more motivational and feel like a success. Absolutely, cool. Mm. That's good advice. Thank you, Lumis, for joining us. Yeah, we really you appreciate your, your time. I know it's it was, late. I know it's been a long day. Yeah, I was gonna tell you guys though one more one more little comment. I want to I want to know your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking, but I haven't spoken to Rob about this yet. So you guys, I need some help Sneak to. If we this go to is him the as unofficial one. channel, so yeah. we can, you can share with us and the other five hundred people also, that watch the show. If this costs money, know that I yes. love spending Rob's money. We're all yes. my favorite thing to do. <laughs> yes. So yes, helicopters. Okay. 100%. So no 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 not yet not yet hang flying on flying from one field to the other yes <laughs> no but but okay so it's a little thing about the women's division like I feel like I don't know about you guys, what you guys think I think you might agree with me here what makes FPF special is the amount of uh, especially in the men's division the amount of effort they put into making that huge rule book like I learn it for and get paid for it so I know it's huge and detailed and it's thought out and there's a committee for it mm-hmm. and there's things that make FPFs uh, different from other leagues yep. which make it more fun so like kind of a let them play kind of a vibe in the rules um, so I was thinking maybe we should s- secretly go to Rob and change around the little women's division rules and uh, make it more fun So I'm actually going to comment on this a little bit. Um, Part of the influence of the women's specific rule book is because of the international rules, right? So because like five on five, smaller field, all even the flag belts now have been switched. I mean, granted, that's across all the PF. It was designed specifically to accommodate international rules and competition. So that's where that's inspired from. I know. Now. To your point, it does make a lot of sense to do our own spin on that. But I think the other argument is if we are quite literally training Team Canada because we have the best players in Montreal, we should probably be doing it towards international rules to make sure they are the most competitive on the international scene. So, yes, but maybe not. And I've said this to all of the women who reached out to correct my thousands of mistakes from last week. And I said this, I believe, on the podcast last week is that the women's division, to me, is is an absolute grassroots uh, effort. You guys did the work we didn't do. We talked about women's and we wanted to promote it and didn't know how to even get uh, in the door. And the women's division is something that the women themselves grew as a way to prepare for international competitions. And um, to me... It's bigger it than... It's bigger than just what we see right now. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's the thing is like, we're just getting a peak. And so yeah. I can't wait yeah. to see what it becomes. My worry of changing the rules is, uh, I is that I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose these teams because they did the work for us that we owe them indefinitely. And, um, I think maybe we can have several divisions where there's like literally a division called Women's International and then like Women's Tier FDF. 1, 2, 3, whatever yeah. it is. Maybe, maybe. And, and and we have the International Rules League and we have an FPF Rules League. I think doesn't we don't need to have a singular rules book. We can have but two you see, rules books. Yeah, but you see how in the matter of this is the second season we've had a women's division at FPF yeah. and yeah. how many teams have, has, has it more than doubled the amount of teams. Yeah. I don't yeah. think... 
uh, even the, well, when the registrations were happening, we expected this many teams to register. I can tell you we didn't. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Inside, I, I, can I can tell, tell you, you we didn't. Because I know my schedule changed as a player a million times. So I know yeah. it was getting organized in the first couple of weeks and reorganized and reshuffled. And so you're going to see it. The more we push it, next year you're going to have more. And next year you're going to have, and the year after, and the year after, and the year after. There's so many um, women looking to play in an organized league where there's leadership, where there's somebody supporting you, where it's just fun, but at the same time, good competition. And like you said, all these rules make it like to our advantage and to where we can show all our, all our skills, what we've yeah. been doing. I, uh, I, and I've been trying to get this message out. Like don't take our mistakes and our ignorance as us not putting priority. It's just new. And, and no, the league is it, it giant and it, yeah. it's hard to cover. But believe me, we we totally appreciate it, and and we're excited for it. Yeah, and we love we love the conversation. You know, just having a conversation like this is is how things grow. So I, I, I you Let's know, do more. yeah, also, exactly. And definitely, thank you, Lamise, for joining us yeah, because thank you. Um, having a bunch of dudes talk about women's sports, <laughs> yeah, is just call is me up. Just very call me 1990s, up. It's all good. Right? Yeah, so yeah. it's it's cool to have you guys. And and I reached out to players. We're going to be having more players on. Uh, and of course, I want to start with Lamise because we have the benefit of having someone who's involved in the community, a Internal, player, a referee, yeah. Yeah. sort of involved with FPF and FPF women's as well. It's it's merging in both worlds. My favorite referee. I can say that with <laughs> full confidence. Because uh, yeah. I like I like referees. Am I refing you soon? Is that why? Sorry. Am I refing you soon? Is that why? In, in, uh, next well, week. Me a lot. Next no, week. No, honestly, <laughs> I just I like referees that are communicative. Yes. If, if you make a mistake or if you like, it's fine. You see things differently from what I see. We have different angles, but if you're just if you're just not a jerk as players, yep. and we probably it, because yeah. you're a player, you recognize that, and it, it's appreciated. It yep. just you're communicating to me what the issue is, what you're seeing, what the call is, and that's that's more appreciated than you can imagine. Yeah, so clarity. Uh, so I say that in full honesty. One of my favorite players in FPF, one of my favorite referees in FPF. Lemis, thank you for joining us. <laughs> no problem. Anytime, guys. Have a great day. All right. Thanks. You great too. Great evening. This is super. Yeah. Good thank night. you. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good night. All right. Uh... Iggy's gonna disappear for a bit, so peace. I want to do something. Oh, I also have to piss, but you go first. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take shifts on this, okay? So we're gonna we're gonna take a break. It was a, such a natural spot for a break, too. We're we're going to uh, do something here. So okay. you're you're writing the division article for Division Six. Yeah. A new segment you've introduced, and we've done this without graphics in the past, has been Pisa's playbook, where you've gone through and described different plays. Because don't like. Don't look at my outcomes as a representative sample of me understanding the game. I promise you, I'm a very good play designer. People, people honestly know that I don't execute them properly is the problem, but I definitely can, I, I can design them. And so I'm, I'm uh, here to help with new quarterbacks. Um, I, I love having conversations about play design. Eagle and I have done that for years, but also uh, I've had conversations with guys in the league like Frank... Uh, Frankie Tioli Colatrella and I have talked. Uh, uh, Marc Andre Desonier, who used to cover the league, and I have talked. We we love cover, d discussing play designs and and, and uh, reading plays and so on. Uh, but yeah, Eagle, so your question. I want to have this conversation with you, and we're gonna have this, a v different conversation when Iggy gets back. So this latest edition of Pieces Playbook is talking about defenses, specifically the cover two defense, which yeah. is a zone defense with two safeties, two deep safeties yeah. and three what is referred to as flats. So basically defenders in the short zone, usually somewhere in the zero to ten yard range, essentially. 
this is what you would describe as standard coverage in in FPF. It's base like, for a lot of teams. Okay, I've seen a lot of teams shift in lower divisions to four one as a base, but two. You know, let's skip that. For two is a, this is this is like the easiest one to understand. Let's call it because if you've watched the NFL, you've seen Tampa two, you understand the principle. It's fairly intuitive. So you have different variations of how to run this particular defense. So, so the way play callers typically call plays uh, in FPF is you uh, name the defenders one to five. So let's say, for example, going left to right, one to five. Um, the first defender you see on your left is one, and the last defender you see is five. So the first example you see on the screen here is 24. So this would be, again, if we're going one, two, three, four, five, left to right, number two and number four drop back. And then in this one over here, this is a 1-5, which I would argue is a very dangerous cover two. It's risky. It's very it's risky. It's a high-risk, high-reward. Because if you're a quarterback, do you see where the big opening in the field actually is? If you have a fly post call to one side, the post is an easy touchdown. And then variations of this, which is the either 35, 13. I've seen, I do 14 and 25 myself, different combinations of it. So the question I have for you is this works under the assumption that all five people are comfortable playing both flat and deep defenders. So div six, that may not be the case. So my question to you is as a team who's learning how to play zone defense, how would you... I guess have a default look, which is your best defense in a cover two style. So let's assume you have four guys who can either play all, like we can play deep and can play in the flats well, or four guys who can, where two of the guys can at least play deep sometimes. The one who's in the flats, put him in the corner spot and never have him drop deep. It's not ideal. But at least you know what you're getting and pair him with your best defender. Four players in the flats. I see this mistake in low division teams. I've seen this as a mistake in my own teams. You, you're, you, everyone should line up flat at five yards, seven yards, whatever your, your default is. Flat defenders, your first step is forward. forward not backwards. Never backward. Yeah. Never start back because... If a quarterback sees it, it's going to be all hooks in your face all day. Slants underneath. Slants yeah. underneath, outs in your face, and there's nothing you can do because you're in a backpedal. And and you're being boxed out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You do, you don't, it's an offensive league. The rules are built for the offense in the first place, so you don't have an opportunity. Your first step has to be forward, and I would recommend if you have two routes, try and split them, try and take one away. That That's your goal. If you've handed off all your routes and there's nothing in your sector, that means there's someone behind you, that's when you start retreating. But that's like your third step that you, that yeah. you process. Um, the deep receivers, nothing over top. Nothing over top. Force the quarterback to be disciplined with intermediate throws. That's the hole. Every zone defense has a hole. That's what's going to be. And if you use different variations to cover two, it'll take the quarterback longer to read the intermediate. And then that's when the quarterback will make mistakes. That's why you use different variations of coverage. Thank you. You are excused. Uh, I will now shift my attention to Iggy. So yep. we're going to talk about this cover two defense in a more educational fashion, but from the offensive side. So you are a quarterback, as you literally are. You've also Some played a second. So you got my input for how to handle this on defense. Yep. On <laughs> well, because it's your... <laughs> just, 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 just so it's for your a article. Different... You're running it. Just I get for to, a... I get to 
play devil's advocate here. Yeah, just so, for a difference of opinion here. So, Iggy, you're a quarterback. Yeah. You see the other team playing some variation of cover two. So what does this tell you in your huddle? What play calls are you making that give you the optimal route and combinations against this defense? Are you like In this case, are you going to be exploiting a particular zone or are you looking for holes in the defensive coverage itself? Like, I guess, talk through the different strategies. Yeah, so I think uh, if I'm a quarterback here, seeing cover two and, you know, my receivers come back to the huddle, hey, they, they're playing cover two for, for the most part. Well, what I'll do with my, uh, with my wide right receiver, uh, and you'll see this more and more, uh, you know, as, as you go into FPF, uh, the post wheel route. So my my. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna draw. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my re- my receiver most to the right is doing a post uh post route. If the guy dropping deep follows him, which probably is, my slot right is now doing an out and up. So that should uh, open that up on a on a cover two. Uh, however, my first read is still the post. So if he doesn't follow him, well, I'm hitting the post all day. And if he does follow him, exactly, that's where that's where my eyes are looking, where Eagle just drew his circle, is where uh, my first read is. And if he is following him, I'm uh, I'm still going to throw the wheel, even if the flat defender uh, picks it up. He's probably at a disadvantage picking it up. He's probably a yard or two away. So I'm still throwing it exactly into that rectangle area where uh, where Eagle just uh, just drew. And depending on the speed of my receiver, if I know he can burn him, all the way, I'll throw it as hard as I can. If uh, if I don't, if I know that there's maybe a, if it's cover three, uh, I, I know I'm moving away from cover two. But if it's cover three, uh, I'm not going for the home run, and I'm uh, I'm just going for a nice chunk of yards, throwing uh, ten or twelve yards down the field. The correct answer is if uh-huh. it's post and wheel, yeah, and they're cover two, and the defender bails, you should have the snapper underneath, and you you check down to the snapper. Because you should be wide open. Yeah, but I like going. Just I say like, it. I like hitting it's the, the right run. read. You can do what you want. <laughs> I'm just telling you what the right decision is. So, 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 okay. So we're now getting Pisa's input. And who knew, by the way, that drinking uh, exorbitant amounts of coffee and beer would make you want to go to the bathroom? I've, I've <laughs> had no water today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but why? So why the snapper? Well, or what route is the snapper doing there? So Ten yard hook. For or me, what? post wheel is let's say from strong side to weak side is post wheel. Quick out from the snapper, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. corner from the opposite slot, seven in from the opposing. So seven in is if it's if it's three deep. Um, yeah. If it's four one, you have either the wheel or or the corner because it, depending on what the safety chooses. If it's covered two, yeah, which you have a, yeah. you're basically creating a two on one. Yeah. For the flat defender. Yeah. If the flat defender covers. The snapper uh, coming to covers, them. covers the snapper. Which the wheels wide open. They usually exactly. do. Yes. The wheels wide open. Exactly. I argue. I always tell my defenses if it's post wheel, the flat defender has no choice you, but to bail. You have to pick up the wheel. Yes. And you yeah. and you you live with the seven yard gain from the snapper. Yeah. But if the seven yard gain is there, you always. Yeah. But wheel. seeing as this is mostly now our division six listeners. Yeah. The wheels. The, what not, I, get, what the I wheels just described not, is not yeah. an easy read. Though. Yes, yes. Uh, agreed, agreed. But so, that's the goal. That's yes, what you yeah. should be aiming towards. And if you want to know more about post and wheel, read my Division 6 article this week go. where I described the post and wheel. There you go. Uh oh. No, it's fine. I just got to figure out something here. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So, which new teams have been most impressive? So, okay. Just like that. Just well, because you mentioned a game I've never played. 
um, there's flag flag football team, and and you have Among Us. <laughs> I've never played Among Us, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. So I know I, I like gambling, so I'm supposed to like Among Us. So <laughs> I get it. I just never played so, it. So if ever, uh, once Eagle gets the uh, the screen back up, and, and he searches for flag football team on division six he'll see that the, the team is wearing these t-shirts with the among us game characters on. i would never have known but well i don't know why they didn't just call themselves among us or, or among them or uh, among I, I don't know anything else is but flag football am- team does among us actually have the grand theft auto uh font like on purpose? Kind of. It's not on purpose, but it's pretty it, close. It's pretty close. It has yeah. and it has like the, the pictures like a square yeah. b- blocked up into nine. It's like a, very like GTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Nice call out. Um so them, they're uh, I believe them. three and one. Uh, yes. They're three and one. Uh and the, Yeah, it infuriate me because I hate their shitty name. Right. And I saw them on the Instagram post, uh Talking a little, uh, some talking some smack on uh, in the Bay Durfe. So I don't know if they're out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 out in Ontario, uh, Alberta. Um, so them at three and one, and the Betway Bandits, I believe, are also uh, three and one. Uh, those are the two teams that uh, have caught my eye as uh, no no FPF uh, previous experience doing I, well. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by uh, Fly Football Team. I don't know about their experience outside of FPF because. We just had an interview with uh, Lamiza Aljundi, and she talked about how teams are coming in with FPF knowledge. And this is not something when I started in FPF some ten years ago, mm. eleven shit, eleven years ago, that that didn't exist. Like there was no there was else. no flag football outside of FPF. Yeah, yeah, four and literally, all, by the way. like there was no other leagues in the city. Yeah, yeah. there was uh, CMSS, which was not Ugh, really good. I, I how can we put this positively? It was not good. Yeah. That's as positive yeah. as it can be. Yeah. There's now much more competitive leagues. Yeah. Terabund is formed. MFL is formed. Yeah. We, we have a great relationship with them, but also school leagues. Yes. So I yeah. don't know if they've played GMMA. Yeah. I don't know if they've played in high school. I don't know if they've played in college. I don't I don't know anything about these teams. Yeah. So again, if you have the information, give it to us so we yeah. can cover you better. Yeah. Uh, but I've been impressed because um, West Island boys, inexperienced week one, whatever. Turkani, they've not been successful. Off Island Boys, again, not experienced. Yeah. But Cavalier de Rouen, they have they, a, a they were good by the end of last season. Yeah. The Eagle, they were your favorite team, right? Last, last yeah. They were the go to. Yeah. 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 Um not even not even last year. You're thinking of the spring season. They had a spring and a fall season. So I have a I know. Make spring and fall rolled into yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Until we get a normal FF calendar, yeah, know, it's gonna get real weird. For a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be the confusion of... Yeah. Was Mandela it spring, effect. Was it Just spring? Mandela effect, the whole thing. Um, yeah. So... so yeah, uh, so, so it, from from the receiving st- standpoint, Adam... Uh, like this yeah, 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 yeah. The thing we're saying is about flight football team. Yeah, that, that we're impressed that they're 4-0, <laughs> and oh, not 3-1. and one. I, I, Nothing I went wrong with the computer. No, not at all. This is a completely uh, natural segue... Maybe, look, maybe he's born with it. Maybe he's Liebelin. Oh. Adam Liebelin, 16 yards to catch. Uh, oh, he's been excellent. Yeah, so yeah, he's been their number one receiver. Uh, those, those are good. Those are good stats for uh, for a first year team, first year uh, receiver, at least in FPF. Um, and I like the supporting cast. I like 
I like the distribution for 88 yards, 70 yards, 94 yards. Maybe it's not that much when you divide it by three or four games, um, but it speaks to the, the, the spread of the offense. The next three games, though, they got Glory Boys, who've not been as impressive as I thought they would be, but still quality. Have experience, yeah. FKU, yeah. solid. And um, your girlfriend's here for us, who maybe are good. <laughs> are winless, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they, didn't they win last week with the new quarterback? With the, We'll talk about the new quarterback later. Uh, no, they lost 38 to nothing against the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, I'm, conf- I'm sorry, I'm confusing them. Yeah, they are winless. They are 0-4. So they right, so the next two games. Yeah, yeah, the next two games. Yes, you were right. Oh, so I'm sorry, I, I confused them with Dave Allen's team, which is in Div 5. My mistake. Yeah, Longhorns, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yes, I think you're right in that uh, they're now finally going to get, at least for our point of view, from the media's perspective. Just a way to gauge them, right? Because Division it, it, 6 exactly. is always unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. So if, if, if they can come away with victories in both of these games – they're now making a statement in Division Six that they are for real. They, they, like I said on the on the Instagram page, they were uh, you know barking and, and and saying we're we're putting the league on notice. So you know what, you want to put the league on notice. Go ahead, win your next two games, and then you'll uh, you know you'll get the notice from the media team here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, I I say so. The reason, by the way, uh, that I cover Division Six is. Because I'm ahead of the media team, and I feel it a hard assignment to give anybody else. So I, I always choose to cover Division Six. Yeah, it's the assignment I choose, even though I'm not playing in the division. Mm-hmm. I choose that because I know how hard it is to cover. So uh, again, if you have any information about your team, do let us know because it helps us cover you better. Um, what about Betway Bandits? Yeah, they're also three and one. One of those new teams that uh, that are having early kind of different though. The games have been tight. Yeah, I mean, again, f- first uh, first week loss to seventh rounders. Again, another ex- more experienced uh, two seasons under their belt type of team. Um, I'm going to take a moment here and say, sorry for cutting off your feet. Whoever took this picture is fired. Well, maybe they don't have feet. We don't know for a fact whether or not they have feet. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? On the bonus, look how much dome we have Yeah. in the picture. Yeah, yeah that was necessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did I take this picture? It feels like I took this picture. I don't know. This feels like a Mokan picture, maybe. <laughs> no, he's not on. Uh, he's not at Bader Fair on Wednesdays. He's with me instead. Of I've never even been to Bader Fair. I refuse. Yes. Oh, that's quite the comical picture. Um, but actual content. Um, sure, a couple. Uh, they squeaked out a couple wins against the Maccabee. Well, squeaked. Um, is not quite the right word. Maybe squeaked a win. It is the right word against Toon Squad, but Toon Squad's uh, an FPF junior team that's now yeah. played in the men's division for two or three seasons now. So, to beat them eighteen to fourteen is is is, is saying something. It, it's a small statement, but it's a statement nonetheless. But it's all, I always say it, it's not sustainable to win games where you score three times. F- fair, but then they're beating the free agent squad thirty-three-two. They're beating who are a new team in FPF with no experience. Yes. Yeah. So. Look, so like the games where uh, my point is that the games where they faced experience, um, they've not been dominant. I I even say like Maccabees were a new team. Yeah, eighteen nothing, it's fine. Sure, but like it's more it's more Maccabees failing than their success. <sighs> yeah, sure, okay, I'll give you that. So, look, next up on their schedule, West Island Boys. I think they're gonna lose that. West Island boys are interesting because there's there's a lot of athleticism. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and now and experience. A ton. And now experience too. They yeah. they played in winter twenty twenty as prime time, which is really confusing when I see another prime time team. And then I I, I, okay, I start we need to put a teams. lifetime ban on balls deep. Prime time. Yeah. I, I the amount of times these just search the team name and search teams and you'll and you'll see, see how many times these team names have been used. Yeah. It's bad. So so that being said, I I think it's kind of a wash for their next game. Let but fine. Let show me how how you handle the West Island boys. But Brewers, here's a team with FBF knowledge and experience, but lack the athleticism. So Division Six, Division Five, we sometimes have teams we call campers. Okay. Teams that are camping in division because they just can't get, they can't get past that level. Yeah, they can't get over Brewers the. Brewers are a camper. Okay. Until they add another piece, until, Je- I think Jeff Lefebvre is so close to just, I I know what happened for me, Iggy, and and maybe this has happened for you as a quarterback where. Oh, I I understand this a little bit better, and yeah. you, and you make a jump. Yeah. And you make, and then every division you jump into, it's like, oh, this is harder, and then you make another jump, right? Like. And it's not even your physical abilities because the field's not that big. Your no. physical abilities, they're nice if you have them. If you don't, you can still be successful, mm-hmm. right? There's also the the scenario that Division 6 is also like a wild, wild west where sometimes you get a hard schedule, sometimes you yeah. get an easy schedule. So maybe you feel like you've taken a step forward, but in reality, maybe you haven't. It's hard to good gauge point. yourself. Yeah, yeah good the, point. The, the thing is, I've actually said for a while, I think new teams should start in 5B. And... Because some teams come in and they're they're they wreck the division division six. Yeah, we've seen it's it. more likely yeah. that a new team wrecks division six no. than the returning team. Absolutely, Ducks did it. Because uh, you only have one chance of wrecking a division yeah. six. If you miss, but you do well enough, you okay. will automatically get promoted. I, 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 like, I, if you have one great season, you get you get, get pushed up to the four. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like ballers, uh, B ballers, B ballers is that yes, example. Yes. B ballers, ducks were that, okay. and so on. Oh, what I was pausing, I thought you were gonna say there's more likely chance for a new team to wreck than to just be average, and I don't think that's the case. No, the average is fine. My worry, so like. The thing is, if you take if you take a beating in Div Five B or you take a div, take a beating in Div Six, it doesn't matter. You right. took a beating. Yeah. But if you if you take a beating, I, and and when I played when I moved from Division Six to Division Five B, I found Five B easier. Because you want to explain that? Well, like, whoa, because I would like, face these teams where all these kids played CJP ball or played university ball. Like they're much better athletes than anybody I have uh-huh. on my team. Yeah. And again. The, the returning teams you would think would be stronger, but they're never stronger. They're, they're returning because yeah, they're yeah, weaker. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, we're yeah, trying yeah, yeah, not yeah. to keep teams division six. Yes, 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 yes. So you get more Brewers. You get more back in the day there was NWO. Uh, those kind of teams that, that, that camp in the division because they just can't get beyond that level. I just love how Eagle is like hyper aware when he's producing that I, That's your cracked, beer? I, I cracked the, the can and he thought it was a sign for get me another beer. Oh, because <laughs> <He's so, laughs> Say you, <laughs> say you worked with peace for a long time without saying you worked with peace for a long time. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah. Um, so that's for Betway Bandits. Um, I think they're properly placed in Division Six. They're yeah. not one of these dominant teams. Yeah. Um, I think they'll have a. I think they'll have a close eighteen to twenty-four battle with Brewers. Yeah. And it's it could awesome. go. And it could go either way. Maccabees won the last two games. What can we make of their campaign thus far? It's they're two and two, so kind of like what we said about another two and two team, average. 
Uh, they're bringing two, I believe, experienced players on their team. Jonathan, the Jaeger bomb, Jagerman. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I believe it was Michael, Michael Titleman. Yeah, one of the, yeah, exactly. One of the Titlemans uh, has, uh, has had a good, uh, uh, good season with the Wolfpack, I believe it was, from spring 2018, okay. 2019. Uh, and uh, so he's on the team as yeah, well. He's familiar for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I don't know if they're uh, – being uh, led at the quarterback position by uh, uh, Mitch Melnick's son or grandson, I, I'm not sure. But uh, but we have a, a Zach Melnick not doing too too well. Five TDs, six interceptions. So he seems to be just. And, and you know what? This is normal with a new team when they're a new quarterback, just getting the the hang of an FPF season and just just the spacing, the concepts. It, it takes it takes a second. But I think. You know they just beat their uh, their kind of well yarn at least uh, Jaegerman's uh, tune squad. He's it's usually his team he plays with. Uh, they came out victorious. Now they didn't have tune squad. Didn't uh, have Chaz Prezer. Uh, he's in the That's Swiss Alps. Deal. He's in the Swiss Alps uh, skiing Which, his way. Uh, lucky him. Yeah, lucky. I worked in Switzerland for a little while. It's awesome. Yeah, but the the twenty four dollar hamburger. He said not cool uh, yeah. for him. But you know, yeah. Uh, but the Swiss Alps. Bro, you gotta you gotta hit up. Um, mm-hmm. I'll remember the store name, but rotisserie chicken is your friend in Switzerland. It's the most. It's the only affordable food in Switzerland. <laughs> okay. I was I was there as my first job. I'm telling you, it's what you do. I have a very different experience in Switzerland because I was on a corporate budget. Yeah. So <laughs> we accidentally went to a Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> accidentally, uh, on accident. We just googled beyond. best restaurant in Vienna, and yeah. guess where we ended up. <laughs> <laughs> How many Mission Star restaurants have you been to? Uh, officially? Officially because Quebec doesn't have Mission Star. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because in the city, I know both of you and I have been to w- would be three or four, but yeah, those exactly. don't count. Yeah. So yeah, probably officially like one then, I guess? I've been to three. Cool. Yeah, I look for them to be fair when I yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, nothing more than average for Maccabees and they just... They're they're doing well with Michael and uh, Michael Titleman and Jonathan Jaegerman for for now, but they need to get the other guys a, a little more involved. So looking at their next game, seventh rounders. No, is that's, that a that's a loss. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Schedule loss. It was built to be a loss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even the penetrators. That's a loss. They'll be. I don't even want to. I think they're five and five team. <laughs> yeah. Four yeah. six five and five six and four. Yeah. I think that they may have a, a nice battle week nine with big fat bats. Yeah. Who are the Zeppelini or Zeppeltini uh, brothers. The Zeppeli brothers, yeah. 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 I'm going to throw a twist into the script here. Quick, quick uh, just to, I want to get these in before I forget. Uh, Maccabee, it's not the first time we have Maccabee as a team name. Uh-huh. Maccabee is a Jewish warrior of sorts. I, yeah, uh, I, I figured some Jewish Yeah, and uh, we had there. a team called Maccabee before, so it's, uh, it's a return of the team name. But also, the, the Swiss grocery store I was talking about was Migro. Uh, go to Migro, hit up a rotisserie chicken. Um, and But uh, they weirdly don't sell wine because they're a family grocery store, whatever that means. Or they didn't a decade ago when I was working in Switzerland. So go to Denner to get some cheap-ass liquor. My guy. You get some really good French wines for like four to five dollars in Switzerland. Right. Booze is yeah. super cheap in Switzerland. Yeah, in Europe in general. But yeah, yeah there you go, Chas Presser. We got you, buddy. We got you. So I do want to take a moment to talk about the crisis going on in Europe right now, which is the fact that Team Poland mm-hmm. has not won a game. It's but not only have they not won a game, they've put up forty-five points in those four games. 
It's, it's an important conversation. I'm glad we're having it. Um, first of all, I want to look up how... S- I want you to scroll up. Look at how sad the team picture is for Team Poland. <laughs> I took the picture. Everyone's standing. <laughs> no one's kneeling Yeah, down. you're supposed to have them kneel 3-3 three, yeah. three or 2-4. Yeah. But I'm like, but there's six and like they fit three, in my... Three. They fit in my, my wide it screen. It looks so bad. Rob would be very <laughs> upset. He is very upset. Okay. Is he? Yes, because, okay, behind the scenes curtain here, he used to send about a four-page oh email about, about how to take pictures. I still have it. I remember this. Yes. Oh, God. It's the one thing. Rob is very much like a laissez-faire type of guy. It's the one thing he's very strict on. Yeah. And this year it's been a disaster, so it's just funny. Yeah, he he's he really, really swears by having the by team pictures. I I found it odd that they stood six across, and I should have said something, but I'm like, they 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 fit in my frame. So what are we talking about? Team Poland. Team Poland. Yeah. Um. So an MFL team. Yeah. Come. But uh, like, n- not that much MFL. Not that much MFL. Uh, you and I thought there was more guys, and then when we did research, like, oh, there's like. Two or two, three, two or yeah. three, maybe uh, the Snaj uh, family. Um, they're the they're the most famous names from MFL. from M- MFL, yeah. And, On and, this team, yeah, and but Thomas Snaj now quarterbacking is not a natural quarterback. He's a natural snapper uh, in in uh, our sister league. Um, really, really struggling. Uh, he has some nice play concepts, but just. It's just execution. So the pl- and, and a lot of drop balls. To, to yeah. be fair to him, his receivers are dropping easy catches. So, MFL has improved in quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen some migration of, M- of FPF teams, FPF players playing in MFL. We've brought concepts there. We're uh, an older league, so it's m- the play calling is more sophisticated. I've played in MFL when it was the Louis Sear League. I'm telling you, it's a Big difference now from what it was. That said, the level of competition's higher in FPF. Yeah. Division 5, Division 6 is pretty much high-level MFL. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's okay if the Snodge brothers are struggling, especially if Thomas Snodge is trying FPF as a quarterback for his first time. Yeah. Take your lessons. It's okay. Th- th- stick with it is my point. Yes. You, know, like, yeah. you don't yeah, get yeah, better yeah. by not throwing. Yeah. And I'm super happy to see him throwing in FPF. I'm super happy to see him trying to develop because, again, it, it's not it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> he, Iggy, you and I are great <laughs> examples of how hard this uh, league is. It's 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 a different game. It's yeah. a different it's a different game. And it's not. I remember uh, when I started playing versus now. It's crazy. D- I wish I threw eleven years ago. Right. Because right, right, right. FPF defenses were so static. Guys are shooting gaps now. Like, there were 4-1 teams. There were cover two teams. There was man teams. The whole Teams game. that would yeah. not change defense the entire game. Yeah. That doesn't exist. No, that no, no. doesn't no, no, exist. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Even in Division 6. Yeah. You know, like, even Eagles Lockdown changes defense. Yeah. That goes to show you. We used to be a cover two team. You were, they were, that was they the were known as an aggressive cover two team. <laughs> And it Seriously. worked for them. They were successful at that. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. You, if yeah. you did that now, you would get torched for yeah. sixty points. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You know, that, so that, that, that goes to show you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's so stick with it. Is stick your with it. You'll yeah. get better. You'll get better fast. Yep. Um. Let's move on. Uh, where are we at? Division I think three. Division Three. Let's do Division Three. Yeah. Mongoose picked up their first win of the season by beating the East Division leading Bearskins and Machine. 
33 to 19. So I said, I wrote mongoose, but I meant mangoose. You really, really set me up for failure there. Man. Because we have both goose. I know. Mon and man. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the mangoose. They picked up their first win. Happy for them. Yep. And uh, against a good uh, Bearskins uh, squad. So now everyone knows I'm Ron Burgundy. I will read whatever's on the script. (laughs) No matter matter what it is. Yes. Um, Mangoose has always been puzzling to me because they're one of those teams where... When you see them on the field, they should be better, yeah. right? Like the, the athleticism is Yeah, nonsense. like James Drysdale's looking at Nick Schaefer throw balls. He's like, that's our division? He's like, he's really good. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's a really good quarterback. Nick Schaefer had a, a, a transition issue from tackle to there, – there's certain throws you don't make in tackle where you can get away with in flag because yeah. guys don't get murdered. Yep. And he he didn't capitalize on that. So the time to beat Mangoose easily was back in the Early day. On. It's changing. He he's he's become a lot better. Um, and look, they're, they're struggling, but they also haven't had an easy ride. So like Les Malheurs are, like so once you get to Div three, those camper teams are not easy wins anymore, mm, right? Yeah, like yeah. we just talked about in Division six. Yep. Malheurs have been campers in Div three, and they're they're hard. They're really good from day yeah. one. Yeah. I've I've had battles against them. I'm telling you, it's a it's a tough team. Um, EZW is a rising team. Uh, Expendables is really good. Bearskins are a former champion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how you start your season, <laughs> right? It's so crazy. Yeah. I, I, after struggling in in the fall in tier one, it, and this is div three. Yeah, div three is insane. The, yeah, this is hard. This, this it, it's super interesting to follow and 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 to watch. But my God, ev- your 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 schedule. You're not playing a week. There are no weak teams. No. There, 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 there's. I mean, that's well, lightweight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. Lightweight because their their team is five players, and yes. and whoever, and and, I mean, and whoever's grandmother's available. Yeah, well, yeah. I, it's 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 a point to talk about later in the script, but uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, shit. I just saw that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's it's my the point being with Mangoose, they really needed the win. They couldn't afford to to lose this game, and to beat Bearskins thirty three to nineteen, it's it's fairly impressive, especially because Conference A uh, in the East Division, like I, like you said in the opening act there, the East Division leading Bearskins. Uh, so that said, last two weeks, uh, Neil Ettenson four touchdowns, four interceptions. Mm-hmm. After going nine and one the first two weeks, right, and playing Legro Cock and Mangoose in and the past like, two. If I so like, so there's no easy teams. wins in Division Three. Yeah, but lightweight Lemaleur, Legro Cock, Mangoose is probably as easy as it gets for Bearskins. So the fact that they came out of this two and two, yeah, that's not should have been should have been three champion, or not great. Should have been three or one or four or no. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I can see that. I I, I could have seen them going four and zero oh and then like. Maybe you end up six and four, and I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Right. Or yeah, seven look, and three. look at their next four games. Yeah. Oh, it's a disaster. <laughs> it, it's a disaster. It's uh, uh, sorry. Junkyard Dogs, the- Thor's Hammer, Touch It, Catch It, Blessed. And um, no, Oompa Loompas. No. no oh, no, that's Mangoose. I'm sorry. Wrong team. Yes, wrong team. Yeah. Yep. Um, that that's a tough that's a tough Out. road ahead for yeah. for Bearskins. Um, yeah. yeah. So and yes, they should have the they analysis. They need to capitalize there. because you're going to take losses here. Yes, like yeah. if you come out of here one and two, that's that's good. Yeah, in yeah. your next three games, yeah. right? Or or if you include blast, like your next four games, if you come out of here one and three, that's <laughs> that's good. That's a good stretch. <laughs> yeah, 
And I, I know. But like, if they come out of two and two, that's incredible. Yes. Right. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes. So yes, like, yes. and to be fair, if they come out of a two and two, they're probably a playoff team. Yep. 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 Because that sets them that sets them up decently. Especially because because again, they're already first in in the Eastern Conference there, whatever conference. Yeah. So that guarantees them a a, do- a top two uh, clinched spot. So yes. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it, 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 it's a good spot for them to, to get into the playoffs. Especially because Lightweight's 0-4. Simon Dagenet and Lightweight. Uh, Simon Dagenet's in love. There's a great picture of him holding his fiance over his back. Yeah. So yeah. It, it will be my profile picture leading up to the wedding. Uh, so you'll all get to see that. Uh-huh. Um, It'd be nice to see it, you know, but yeah. No, mm-hmm. but hey, don't worry. We will see it. Uh-huh. We will see it. That's right. maybe spring season. Uh, may- maybe late in the season we'll see. This is the only picture that matters. Yeah, <laughs> but is Simo Dajani confident now with how he, the team is played? No, no. Now his confidence is at an all-time low. So weird start. He had tendonitis the first week. <laughs> he had COVID the second week. The team he struggled to put a team together. Yeah, I know we like to make fun of Simo, but from a a combination of his skill set and his uh, knowledge of the game. At one point, I'd said, Simon Dajani, top 12 quarterback in FPS. You did say that, I remember. That's two years ago at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not the case anymore. No. That, that gap closed fast. Fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, m- maybe my question is, if we look at the, the standings for Division Three, um, I think we all kind of know that, unfortunately, Oompa Loompas are kind of miscast in division three so they're not going to be a playoff team mm-hmm. lightweights zero and four yeah they're one point or not one point one win behind legato cuck to tie them for that last playoff seed um in conference a so really right now it's it's between legato cuck and lightweight for missing the playoffs right now so um their chance at wins was early uh in the season like junkyard dogs, not an easy win, but lightweight. If they were the lightweight they were a couple of years ago, could have competed. Yeah. Bearskins again because bearskins don't blow teams out. That's a game you're in, uh, and they didn't have the quarterback. And um, I think basically the entire season comes down to lightweight has to beat Umpalumpas and Lego Cuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, week week eight, week eight and nine. Yeah, they're not beating. They're not beating anybody else in the schedule. No, no. Uh, no easy W. No, it, no. Uh, no, no, no. Because <laughs> no. here's the thing: is is lightweight has some really good players, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I don't, I, I don't think Simon Dajne is as at the top of his game per se, but he's still solid. Hendrick Ambrose, Justin Blanchard, uh, if Justin Lerner plays, great. François Hogue is 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 a uh, versatile player at least really good uh, Olivier Laberge but the consistency look at how many players have played on this team yeah because aren't, aren't they're legitimately five players with a rotating yeah. sixth person because aren't these players division four players and, and maxing they're top out top tier division four players yes ma- and their max potential is division three just, just in Blanche, maybe just a few can probably go up another one. Olivier Leverge should probably division two-ish players. Yeah. So what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, maybe is that they. I love Justin Blanchard. He's he's a freak athlete. 
But is he a wide receiver one in Division three? Yes. Yeah? He has been. But and, and put up division uh, wide so receiver he also, one. The thing numbers? is, Justin Blanchard is also no longer the the twenty four year old Justin Blanchard. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair, fair enough. Father time is when he gets up. caught from behind. <laughs> I always scream, "You used to be fast." <laughs> right? Yeah, I think I think the big problems and P's you kind of alluded to it when we brought up the team here. It's that the quarterback consistency isn't there with the injuries and yeah. the, the, that whole thing, yeah. as well as the time off. Right, so getting back the into rest, the rhythm. Yeah. Plus the uh, the cast that goes along with yeah. that quarterback is also a rotating door plus yeah. aging, right? So yeah. that's not a good combination, especially in the first half of the season. I mean, maybe they get a little bit more reps under their belt. Maybe they get a little bit more consistent. Maybe some people get back from injury and the second half is a little bit better. Maybe they jump past you LGC. Know what? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, look, I, they're going to beat I, Oompa Loompas. Yeah. That's in week eight. Yeah. So and that's, then they play them that's week nine. three weeks from Imagine now, essentially. And then LGC is the week after. That might be it. That might be the game to get that's in. That's the game. That's yeah. But imagine, season, imagine yeah. they don't beat Umpa Lumpas. Imagine oh it's boy. that bad. I, it, there's I a, can't there's a see that happening. No. Although Umpa Lumpas, for as much you know as we say, they're not terrible. They just they're just miscast. They're just miscast in Division Three. They don't know what they're doing. That's not entirely true. What I mean by that is... They have some decent athletes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The athleticism is not the issue. No. They should have been in Division the, 5. Yeah. They should have signed up for Division 5. They would have struggled five. in Division 5. They they would be like a 4 and 6 yeah. kind of team in Which Division 5B. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is fine. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah. y- yes, so to suggest that lightweight, oh, I don't know, Eagle, you suggested it. No, that no lightweight I, I'm, might... I'm dreaming of the scenario because I want to <laughs> oh, make yeah. fun of Simo so bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, 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 I think that's the, the biggest issue for them. Killer Bees, Alexandre Messel with the offensive performance uh, of, of the week in uh, week four. Yeah. 13 catches, 13 targets, 193 yards, five touchdowns. Five. Touchdowns. Uh, Legal Cock did nothing to stop it. No, uh, I mean. N- where I don't know how how are we doing for time here because uh, other, other than a other we're th- already way over. Yeah. I mean at this point oh, that's yeah. it. I mean I made a mistake early and we can't recover. <laughs> There's no I mean, recovery. I mean other than just mentioning because I hate well, I hate when I when I write my article uh, and then I like mention if I ever do like a uh, player of the week and like our FPF fantasy player uh, roster of the week. And then I completely miss like a nine sack performance, like we saw in coed, that completely slips by me. Uh, I I hate that. So I, I for the at least I wanted to mention that I saw a five touchdown performance, almost two hundred yards in one game. I, I if we just mentioned that, I think some I quarterbacks think, don't have two hundred yards in five TDs. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So to to do it at the receiver level, uh, really, really cool, really great. And the thing is, uh, Legal Cut, kind of the the drawback with the way they play is they don't really adjust. They just sort of do their thing. So when you see, like, like how do you not just shift your coverage there? They just don't do that. I didn't know Eli Apple played for LGC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Signed by the Bengals. Because apparently they, don't, they never want to cover Cooper Cup. But anyway, we digress. Um, no, huge game, huge game. Um, Chris Rivera's game of the week was awesome. Uh, we're gonna 
you know, you can just watch it. We don't want to spend too much time on it because yeah. it's already covered by FPF. We just want yeah, to yeah, mention yeah. it so that to draw your attention to exactly. it. So you, can I talk one thing specifically about that game, though? Yeah. That ECW threw that game? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, straight up? Like, Was there money in the game? First question. Uh, I don't know. I hope not. Um, next question. Was Calvin Ridley putting money in the game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you're not allowed to bet on any kind of football not just nfl game yeah. so yes he was betting right. on yeah, that. Be- between losing a two score lead plus allowing the t- the extra point at the end yeah. the two point conversion, two point conversion. Yeah. on an basically a, a co- deep uh, in and a goal line back. out route yeah. and i'm and i'm watching the play and i'm like no no yeah. how did you let that happen? all alone i know and like you're looking at it, and I'm like, well, if it was lane coverage, the outside guy bit hard. If it's man coverage, what are you doing? Like, break with your receiver. Yeah. Just but come but even, on. Even in lanes, when you have an out and in concept, you're supposed to communicate who drops, yeah, yeah, and who who jumps, right? Like, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and like, it's, just, it's not you're not in def, you're not in def five anymore. Like, you you, you say, but yes, <laughs> I'll tell my guy next to me. Hey, if this guy goes out, you're like, taking him, and I'm I'm dropping. We all played back FPF long enough that yeah. if you see a smash or a, an out in front of you, you know you know there's, there's someone behind, behind you. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Every single team runs that concept. Yeah. Every yeah. single team, <laughs> new teams run that concept in yes. Division Six. Yes, yes. Spread, like, Everyone I, knows that. I bait that concept on my team because I usually play that in, inner slot lane, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm short, and I know it's going over my head, so I specifically call the free safety on this place to shoot behind me to pick it up and take it upfield yeah. because yeah. I'm short. Yep. Yep. Alas, yeah, that was a, second half was a little disappointing, but, yeah. I mean, good for uh, Expendables for coming back, getting the win. But do definitely check it out. Um, Game of the Week's awesome. It's, oh, it's, it's it's the best thing we do, man. It's good, I, and like I'm Holy on this crap. product, and I'm saying go there instead is the best thing we man, do. Man, it's it's yeah. really really good. I I like I I kind of set it up. If I if I again I'm pulling the curtain back on myself here. If I'm on on the uh, on the proverbial crapper, and um, uh, I I'm seeing it, uh, I'm <laughs> I'm seeing it uh, pop up on my phone. I'll wait. I'll wait till I go on my sofa. I'll put it on the 65-inch uh, TV that I have. I'll like really, I'll really enjoy. Uh, I'll crack, crack open a beer. Yep. Uh, here you go. I'll crack open a beer and uh, you know pour some uh, chips in a in, in a in a yeah yeah. I'll just open a bag of chips and, and really enjoy the seven minutes. It took of you a long time to explain a very simple. It's because something's <laughs> happening in front of me and then and, and it's just distracting me. Okay. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Um, Listen, I didn't choose to put St. Patrick's Day on a Thursday. You didn't. So, but you did choose to put Calling the Audible on a Thursday. I did do that. <laughs> I did. For yeah. my convenience. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, all, all to say, Game of the Week is a great product. Uh, go and vote. Go and watch and enjoy. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's great. Do you want to do the mailbag? Uh, do we, we want to do it now? I was going to do it at the end. No, we got picks at the end. Yeah, we <laughs> can do it right before picks. Okay. 35 plus. Midway point of the season for 35 plus. Statement it, concluded. It, it, it is eight games, right? So this is yeah. week four. This is the midpoint. Yes. Con- yes. Conf- yes. Confirmation on it. Yep. Okay. Confirmed. Uh, yeah. So Stephen Harapasad, uh, struggling in Division 2, uh, not struggling in Division 3, but 
as we saw, struggling. So he's having what I'm trying to say. He's having an up and down season, depending on the division he's in. Uh, I'm he, surprised by him succeeding in Div three and struggling here because this is about Div three, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I understand the quarterback plays better, but the defenses are about what you'd see in Division three. Right, ex- exactly. Although his Division three team is stacked, and he doesn't have the same level of receiver talent yeah. here because everyone's old and thirty five plus. I- I- exactly. Um, but you could play in thirty five plus. Can't Shut you? up. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, my, but, white, my white hairs are betraying me, Iggy. But. Uh, Getting their first win uh, under their belt at the midway point, a one-point win over Craig O'Brien and Monster. But so that's impressive because yes, it is. Uh, Steve Harper saw it. we talked about MFL. Steve Harper saw it coming from MFL, of course, uh, yep. being sort of like the the heralded champion of MFL, like the 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 golden nugget of MFL, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the poster boy. Yeah, yeah, and um. Craig O'Brien's been a very good quarterback in FPF for a long time. Yeah. and he More is, than I know, but yeah. He has torn apart teams where he had no business beating over and over and over again. And yeah. it was the reverse. This was uh, a, a better monster team losing to a not as good Ole yeah. Outlaws. And this was Stephen Harper's side playing a perfect game. Yes, and the two mistakes that Craig made uh, ended up being returned for uh, for six. Yeah. So Jason Stevenson and Anthony CJ, who we talked about uh, with Sparrows Cougars, uh, jumping balls, both. Uh, I wasn't there, six. but I can see the CJ pick. I can it's just, always the same you, pick. Can't you just see it? Yeah. Uh, and like you want it back, like I, I, as soon as it cut, leaves your hand, you want that ball in the string. You're just like, oh no, he's. You gonna, see it happening. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. worst. Uh, and funny, I have a funny story here with one of the monster players. His name is, and he's, I don't know how well he's known in FPF, Marco Otoni. Nope. No, I've never heard of him in my life. Great. He's a meta person. Perfect. That's not your real name, bro. I met him once at Honey Martin of all places. What was his real name? Marco. Don't believe you. Otoni. Don't believe you. Tony O'Marco. I had a football at Honey Martin and he's like. You have football here? Why? Why do you have a football? And it was like a Thursday or Wednesday night in uh, in the middle of summer, so it's quiet and it was pretty late. I think I was on vacation, so it was like maybe one a.m., two a.m. on a Thursday or f- Sunday night, some uh, pretty random night to go to a bar. And it's first of all, there's no random night to a bar. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> and all thing, uh, it's it's not a Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, it's not. It's you. not. It's not busy. Uh, and he's like, you, you have a football. He's like, can I throw the football to you? And we go outside in the middle of Sherbrooke street at 2 AM throwing a football with no traffic. Obviously it's like 2 AM on a, on a Wednesday night being the random night. Uh, and he's throwing like a football to me and he has, he, he has like, a great arm. Uh, and he ends up being like a friend, uh, that he, like he works with uh, one of my friends. He works with one of my friends. Uh, it, was, it was a crazy story. Uh, and then I see him on, on the monster on the monster roster. I'm like, this, this, what's going on here? This, this is insane. So that's my funny story with Marco Tony. What does your friend do? Does he build? Does he make parachutes? He's an do, accountant. Oh, that's less exciting. Yeah, that's very the most boring thing. And he's not. Is he, he an accountant he, for like a drug den or something? Yeah, that, that would be, be cool. awesome. <laughs> no, uh, he was like, studying accountant accounting. Uh, he works at CN now. He's a project manager uh, at CN. Train accountant. He's a project manager. Yeah, now I can count trains. I can yeah. count trains too. 
<laughs> it's not impressive. So that's my Marco Tony story. Yeah. I'm not impressed by him because we can all count trains. Yeah. Is is the point of the story? I believe is what you're saying. But but yes, yeah. a, a better mon like you said, a better monster squad in just terms of name power. Uh, Jason Rossi, Paul Pierre, Marco Tony. Um, just slightly well, like Andrew Blevings is is a literal monster. Okay, like you he, see, that's he, a name I'm not familiar yeah, with. Yeah, he, he looks like he has the 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 Bane serum injected into his neck. Um, Although I do have a question for you. So you see Bloving's beard here. Yeah. Let's compare that to Kevin Kusai's beard. Okay. <laughs> I will say Kevin Kusai's beard looks like it makes better cupcakes than Andrew Bloving's beard. Yeah, but I don't want my cupcakes with hair in them. That's true. So maybe shave your beard for the finals. Um, yeah, and Brian Martin, we talked about, uh, I think, either last week or the week before, uh, old school FPF name. Okay, yeah. Big body wide receiver, which, which Monster has that. They have size. Right. They have size, they have physicality, uh, old age outlaws, sort Don't. of just craftiness is, is yep. their sort of thing. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. it was cool to see them overcome that um, in, in, in yep. this week. Much of Spitfire four no, but they narrowly squeaked out a win against Tony Curry's shenanigans. Yeah, uh, I mean, my point with with this discussion here is, it's not that are they warranted to be four and Sure, they they won their games and all, but it's just how meaningful is it in in tier one with a four team league where shenanigans? You know, they're zero and four. Against a 4-0 Montreal Spitfire, if you just think about that outside the context of, of a four-team tier, it's like, okay, well, one team's 4-0, the other one's 0-4, should have should have cracked them type of thing. But no, it's it's not that the 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 the, the parity is a lot more closer. But to be in, fair, in like last 35. time they played, uh, this is the third time they played already. And <laughs> is, oh, I didn't catch that. Okay, yeah. And the first time was a blowout. Second time was a oh, convincing Jesus. win, and this is closer. Like, it's getting... It's getting closer and closer. Right, right, right. Now, I, I mean, I haven't analyzed the uh, the teams that have uh, have been fielded for both uh, for both squads. I didn't go that deep into uh, into an analysis, but uh, but yeah, the, I mean, just just by the maybe learning curve of of, of both teams, uh, shenanigans have started uh, to uh, to pick up on on what the Montreal Spitfire are doing. So, Tony Curry is a savvy player. He he's not Off. the most physically gifted. He himself uh-huh. would tell you that. But yeah. he he's he's a really uh, experienced, smart FPF player. Yep. Uh, he was he he was at this game. Sorry, um, and he he did his thing. He's a possession receiver. Yep. Uh, but one of the master things, chirper. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best of the best. Yeah. Like I lo- lo- love to play with him. Hate to play against. Even him. like I've played against him. Like I'm not someone who gets affected yeah. by s- smack talk because I. Don't care about other people's opinions, yeah. but uh, as obvious by my personality. But the thing is, is like um, I, I I laughed often because I saw him pissing off my own teammates. I was like, that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good observation. Yeah. Um, and it's it's what you see a lot of thirty five plus is is these two teams are basically built to like familiar FPF names, right? So um, the the guys who know each other really well um, and I like seeing shenanigans being able to compete. It means to me Tony Curry is making these adjustments yeah. on, on both sides of the ball. He's sort of informing them, hey, guys, this is what Carmine likes to do. This is this is his – and, like, 
we expect Montreal Spitfire to win anyway because they're they're just a superior team. Yep. But the fact that they kept it that close makes it makes it really interesting to me. And especially that they outscored them in the second half. Yeah, yeah. That, that exactly to your point. That means he's making the adjustments, communicating it to his team. Um, which he's a, he's a, he is a great communicator on on the football field. So the, yeah, at halftime adjustments. Uh, so yeah, he's definitely uh, definitely making an an influence for shenanigans. Division Five A, Dave Allen missed the game uh, out with COVID. Yeah, um, Nick DeMello uh, yeah. played quarterback, and I I actually uh, was with. Alexis Zubai this week yeah. and plays with me in, in Division 4B. Yeah. And he's like, we lost Longhorns. I was like, uh-huh. how? An 0-3 Longhorns team yeah. beat the 3-0 and Ravens team. Uh, and then this goes back again to our overarching theme of the night, the backup quarterback usurping kind of uh, the star- the starting QB. Uh, the performance that Nick DiMalo put up, uh, 80, 86% completion rate. 246 passing yards, seven touchdowns. Fine, two interceptions as well. But that means kind of the nine possessions that he had. Yeah. You knew they were either turnovers or, or scores. But it's the fast pace. Like, yeah. so if you're playing that fast, we've yeah. talked about this before, you and I were. Um, if you're playing the fast pace, you can you can live with a mistake because you're, you're banking on the other team making mistakes as well. Yeah. That's what happened in this game. Yeah. And he's just. It's going to sound bad, but he's unpredictable in that he's going off of his first and second read. He can buy time in the pocket or outside of the pocket by rolling out and making a great throw on the run. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's a bullet and it, it's a tight spiral. I, I've seen him before. He, he's more known as a receiver in FPF. Yep. But his, his athleticism is elite. Yep. Um, like cross like. Yeah. Like look left, roll left, cross body right thirty yards down yeah. to Chris Rosen. Chris Rosen, yeah, for a touchdown twice yeah. in a game, where like that's really hard to defend. So that's a very different game plan that Ravens probably thought they were going in, with thinking Dave Allen was on quarterback who would never roll that's left and, and throw off of his. Back Dave foot. Allen would never roll. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Well, maybe roll. Yeah. <laughs> but look, Dave, Dave Allen has uh, his knowledge of the game. is he'll, he'll forget more about FPF than you and I will ever know combined. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's an elite snapper, yeah. um, underappreciated for his entire time in FPF. And his involvement in FPF Junior as well. Yeah. But as a quarterback, um, a lot of what he does is too reliant on timing for the athletes he has. For and now for the division. Yes. Yeah. Especially like a team. What's well, like it like, like as you as he moves up, unless he gets better athletes, it's gonna struggle because yeah. the other teams he plays against are gonna have the better athletes that yeah. can take away what he does. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And, and and you can't take advantage of div six teams who don't know. Exactly. Right? Which so, he was doing. Yeah. Which he was doing last yeah. last season. Yeah. In in summer. In the spring. spring yeah. 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 Ravens defense, however. Ah, yes. I feel like they're strong, but you 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 feel so there's you can exploit them. Both things can be true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they have strengths. They have immense strengths. Yeah. Justin Sarlabus, you know what he's doing on defense. So if you can push him, you can create space. 
if you create space, you have easy completions. Mm -hmm. That's how you get 86% completion percentage. Yeah. And when if, if you can buy time, that's even easier to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't have that ability. Yeah. I love guys <laughs> you who wish do. You could yeah. absolutely because if you can create different throwing windows and if you can push that deep safety back, it creates areas in the intermediate. Yeah. The Ravens also don't really have a dedicated elite rusher, which against Nick Demalo is a problem. Yes. Oh, I saw it. Trust me. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, the 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 rusher wasn't wearing cleats. That doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that doesn't help at all. I don't wear cleats because I don't run. <laughs> but if you do <laughs> if anything you where you need to cut, you need cleats. Yeah, um, yeah. That's. Um, I'm surprised by the score, but yeah. when you told me about the game, I was like, I can see it, because it, it it's specific to Nick Demalo capitalized on the weakness of the Ravens, and the Ravens couldn't use their strengths to benefit them. On defense. On defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, look yeah, at yeah. the score. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, yes. Joel Hill did everything yeah, he could yeah, on exa offense. Exactly. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I understand two interceptions. Normally, if the Ravens clamp down, that's enough. Yeah. And uh, I thought this game, uh, just to wrap it up here with the Ravens Longhorns, but I saw, uh, like like I said, I was watching that Vultures-Bandits game and uh, leaving towards the field. And at the last play of the half, uh, Flag Jesus himself comes down with a uh, midfield Hail Mary uh, j jumping over. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy. And yeah. I'm like, Flag Jesus in the house here. <laughs> and he gave me a little nod of approval. He's like, damn straight, I'm here. Uh, I thought, you know, they, they scored. I couldn't tell exactly what the score was at the time. But I'm like, damn, like scoring on the last play of the half. There could be a turning point. I knew they were down, so they really needed the score. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe they can come back in this one. But no, uh, Nick Damalo kept the uh, pedal to the proverbial metal and uh, and uh, just yeah, put up 48 on on the Ravens. Another team we could quarterback switch is Delfs. Yep. Um, they lost to Goofy, Goofy, Goofy Goobers, but yeah, I I. Been on the record, I think Goofy Goobers are really good. Very good, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they, they kept it close. They kept it close. Uh, Fred LeBlanc uh, is 0-2, but he looks the part. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So uh, I actually ended up playing Dilfs in week one. I think they had Teddy Fournette uh, as, uh, as the QB. Didn't... I wasn't too impressed. And as Vultures 2.0, that was our only victory so far. I came against uh, came against uh, the Dilfs with, with him at quarterback. They made a switch two weeks ago. Uh, they played Metaverse with Noah Groper and, uh, and, and uh, allies. Um, and then played Goofy Goobers. So two very, very good teams. But this quarterback, uh, he looks legit. Fred LeBlanc. Yeah. He, he he threw uh, a, the tightest spiral between two defenders. Their arms were like crossing, and Charles Vettel just boom front of the end zone. It was, uh, Leo looked at me and said, "You don't see this in Division Five," and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, I, I I haven't seen this." Well, often. Charles Vettel was yes guy who's been hanging low divisions for no reason for too long. Just to be clear, DILFS stands for uh, Dictators in Lati, Finland, right? Mm. Yeah, I hate Finland for that reason. Yes, that's why. By the way, uh, Canada, the only country to declare war, uh, the, sorry, the first country to declare war on another democratic nation, we declared war with Finland in nineteen. 
17, 18, around then. Uh-huh. We, and we never called it off, so we're still at war with Finland. So, damn you, Dils. It's true. Okay. If you look at their team picture, they're dripping from the Dilfs on their jerseys. Right. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Rob, those dictators. <laughs> Rob used to be better at this. The damn dictators. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so despite being 0-2, uh, I think they have now a better shot with him at quarterback to, uh, to stand up to teams like Los Bandidos, The Reet, Streets Ahead, Longhorns. Well, you mentioned Los Bandidos. Yeah. They handled Steppos this week. I was there for that game, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a handling. Like, the game wasn't even, like, the, the score's not close. The game was less close. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They've been great since getting crushed by The Reet. What are they? I hate doing this, but they're two and two. You know what I'm going to say. So are they a team that just beats who you expect and loses to who you expect? Yeah, they, they're a team that regardless of who they're playing, they're not going to change. They, they they play their style of game. I can probably tell you out of 10 plays, I'll call five before the plays run and I'll be... I'll, I know what the the play is. Yeah. Uh, well, you played with them as well, right? Well, one game. Yeah. It was just a sub. It just happened to be against me. Okay. Yeah, yeah cool. it just happened to be against you. Exactly. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of actually a lockdown kind of plays, a lot of mirroring plays. And it's mirrored <laughs> plays. If so it doesn't dumb. work on the left side of the field, it's not going to work on the so right dumb. side of the field. But anyways, I, I digress. Because ju- it like... All you're doing is saying, I want to run this play on the weak on the on the defensive weak side. So do that and then call something else on, on the strong side of the defense. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Yeah. I, I think I think you you hit it on the, the nail on the head there. They're gonna beat We see that ex- we see that where there's teams where it's just like you're entirely matchup dependent. Yeah. Like you're 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 yeah. gonna win games against weak teams, lose team lose games against strong teams. Yeah. Like if we quickly break down their schedule, I think, ah, man, but now with Dils with the new quarterback, it's going to be tighter, but I think they win. I think they lose against the Ravens. Goofy Goobers is a loss. Kings of the North is a win. Pinchellos is a win. And Metaverse is a loss. So, like, I know who they're going to beat, and I know who they're going to lose to. So, yeah, they're very, very matchup dependent, in yeah. my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, our two Pfizer's and FOTs have Johnson far better than their one and three record. Yes, because <laughs> thank you for for giving me time to elaborate. Yeah, uh, the thoughts. Because is that better? If because it of the, the word out. Yes, like. yes. <laughs> because of their and we've said we've talked about this mostly in Division Six, where it could be a product of your schedule, but their schedule has been has been tough for them. Uh. They they faced Warriors in Week One. They they won a division uh, or Fall Cup championship. Uh, they tier destroyed three, yeah. yeah Tier Three. Yep. They destroyed Red Dragons, new team. Not don't really know what's going on yet with FPF. Lost to Air Force One. That's, We're talented. Yep. That, you're not surprised by them losing no. to Air Force One. You're not. I at least I'm not surprised that they lost to what could have been. What could have been are really good. The equivalent of an Air Force One. Yeah. From well, we saw them we, in their first season. They kind of took Division Six by storm, if I'm not mistaken, or Division. Uh, what could have been? Yeah. I think they either went nine and one or ten and zero. Oh. Yeah. 
So and and then it was our COVID season that got cut off with tw- in twenty twenty. So they didn't close the deal. They yes, yeah. COVID got the best of them. You know, yeah, kind of like all of us. Maybe but yeah. better. Um. So now, if you take a look at their schedule, replacements. It's a win. W. Yeah, it's a win. <laughs> wow, damn. Well, we'll talk about replacements in a second. They had a really good game this week. They they did against Team Sexy, yeah. but yeah, but uh, for two Pfizer's, yes, I'm 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 not surprised. Uh. That they're one and three because they do have a better team than a one and three record suggests, but it's yeah. because of a product of their schedule. Yeah, well, there we go. We're gonna see that yeah. moving forward. Uh, replacements were ninety seconds away from upsetting Team Sexy. They were up. They yeah. allowed a score. Uh, Frankie Tiolikolatrella gets the ball, throws a quick out to snapper Matthew Chadwick. Who kind of got roughed up on a play? Uh-huh. Matthew Chadwick is a big physical receiver. He's a big guy. So yeah. for him to get hit up was pretty physical. Yeah. Ball glues up in the air, gets picked off, pick six, and they lose the game. Yeah. Brutal loss for team for replacements. So, yes, but then I I believe because I was wrapping up my game, we mm-hmm. were playing simultaneously. Honey Martin versus the U, and on the other field replacements, Team Sexy. I think they had three three chances. Wait, how did Kareem Chilcott play for both teams then? He did not. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, something, someone wore number zero. Wait a he, second. Because he, he played with my team. He did. Someone was using Those two things number. are not possible. <laughs> he... Someone someone used his number zero jersey probably Fair. is what happened uh, because he was definitely playing on Honey Martin <laughs> unless right. he unless he uh, m- mitosis the splitting no, of cells it's, po- it's not possible <laughs> maybe Kareem Kareem's doing something uh, with his genetics yeah. that I don't want to know about um, my my point being yes they had a chance uh, they, they, uh, that he threw a pick six um, but they had three if not four plays. To drive down the field, yeah. I think they, they did were, have a chance at the end. You're right. And all three attempts were Hail Marys. No. Why? Why don't you know yet that to cut the two field? Two plays the half field, then you have a choice. Two plays to the end zone or cut in half and take one shot. I mean, unless they're literally defending the midfield, in which they, case go over their they head, right? Like, they weren't. I, I, saw, I saw the final few plays. Team Sexy were like covering at midfield starting. Cut the field in half. Yeah. Cut the field into thirds if you have three plays. It's not that hard to drive a field in three or four plays. It's 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 really but a lot of plays. Frankie Tilly he's learning, but some of the difficulties is managing game situations. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the that's what he's gotta get better at, right? Yeah. You can't just you can't just take shots at the end zone. That's that's not a way to win the game. It's not. Now that being said, they've put together the replacements, they've retooled their roster. Yeah, it's a good quite, roster. Quite a bit. Not, yeah, exactly. So with, with Whoever Kareem Chilcott is <laughs> whoever he's not Kareem. <laughs> whoever put up game. four for four for thirty nine in a T D. And honestly, like like I've played with Matthew Chadwick a long time. Yep. He's a he's a guy who went from being like a number five Option. On my receiving yeah. core to being a guy who I Number trusted in the finals yeah. to go to over and over again. Yeah. A guy who I trusted in a tight game this season to go over and over. Like he's he's got sure hands. He he's oh he understands the spacing in FPF. He understands spacing in FPF is the it's most huge. underrated yeah. part of the game. Like yeah. being in the just I don't care about your cut. Be at the place I need you to be when I need you to be there. Exactly. Right? And yeah. 
and he's become that and and he snapped from me before and he learned that like wow being a snapper it's it's more art than science you need to understand the entire offense yes. to do that yes and, yes 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 and yes, he, yes. he's 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 learned to do that and and i think in this system he's gonna he's gonna thrive yep and pieces like the real kareem anthony chocolate and anthony peltier yeah oh anthony peltier by the way is really good too He's amazing. I yeah. love this guy. He like, played dude, with the us. fact that he's a throwaway on this roster is like, it, it, like you. you he yeah. played with Honey Martin for a fall cup season. I loved. Uh, great I, teammate. Great dude. Great teammate because I wasn't throwing, but great teammate and my my quarterback. My Wait, great team, teammate because I wasn't throwing. No, 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 no. I I didn't know the quarterback wide receiver connection. Okay. So what I'm saying as as a wide receiver teammate, he was a great teammate. And my backup quarterback for Honey Martin, Mark Bellini, loved him as a target. Big guy, quick feet, n- knew exactly where to be. On oh, his... quick cleanup. Week one, I mentioned Mark Bellini being the quarterback for Honey Martin. No, you said David Rinaldi. Oh, David Rinaldi. That was yes, the yes. And you corrected yeah, it corrected last week. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, I watched Colin. I knew, I knew I made a mistake. I knew yeah, I made a yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the mistake. So, so they, they've built, he's built a nice little roster with, with FBF experience. Uh, so I'm surprised that with three or four plays, no one told him, hey, hit me on a 10-yard out or a 10-yard hook. Let me gain five extra, seven extra yards. You don't need to go all the way. Kind of surprised me. Yeah, for sure. Eagle, mailbag. All right. Let's do it fast. I'm so tired. we're going to do this somewhat quick. Very uh, quick. Yeah. It's so we're going to go through these reasonably quick so here for everything. pull back the curtain. I made a mistake. I forgot that the... Uh, Division four and five were split in half, and I mistimed this completely. It's a long episode. Yeah. Enjoy the extra coverage. So we have f- six technically entries for today. We're going to go through them somewhat quick. We're yeah. going to do some more of the serious ones at the beginning here. So the first one is from at PTBE underscore double zero, and it just said he wants to hear about Big Fat Bats. <laughs> first so of all, great name, especially after 9 p.m. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, mm-hmm, yes, yep. <laughs> uh, you're big. Are you? No, you, you slid down. I was down. big. You were, you I, were I'm big. I'm still kind of big. You're no longer fat, and you you I, play softball. I think this is a, an East End terminology thing. It relates to marijuana. Yes. Okay, I, just I, making sure. No, well, if you look at the, the, uh, the team picture. Oh, there we go. The team picture uh, suggests bats uh, flying high. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, big fat bats. Yes, uh, the Zeppeltini, Zeppele brothers. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're and they're playing well. Yeah, yeah, they're they're good. But uh, okay, another you know twenty four eighteen win against Andy Pizza Gang. They they beat they beat up on Team Poland like like they should have. Uh, yeah. They got smacked by Thunder Buddies as expected. They beat like they're they're doing they're beating bad teams. Yeah, they're losing to good teams. Uh, that said, you know. They're deep into the cannibal arts. Mm-hmm. By that I mean the smoking of cannabis. Yes. And um, I like Luca Lucchese as a as a rusher. He's really. really oh yeah, good. yeah, yeah. He he had a very good game. Yeah. But he's he's been good for a little while. Uh, six sacks already this season. He's not a guy who's gonna put up ridiculous numbers, but he's really consistent as a rusher. That's important to have too. Yeah. He forces bad throws. Um, as a receiver, A.J. Zipatelli is really good. He's really fast. Yeah. And he's he's learned the art of the spin, the FPF, the FPF fly, spin, move, uh, yeah. spin move. He does it really well. So he's uh, he's upped his FPF game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I have a question for Big Fat Bats. You got to let us know your favorite strain. Mm-hmm. You got to know. As a team. You got to take a team vote. 
Send us the info. Yeah. All right. Next in the mailbag, we have from at AJ Gomes with a three. And he says, rank the top three quarterback wide receiver duos in the league, please. So, all right. I, I'm not doing rankings. But we'll just talk about some some QB receiver duos that yeah. we like. Yeah. Um, First of all, this is just so we talk about AJ Gomes. Right? Pumping your own tire. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw an Instagram post that I laughed at. Where he was, he caught like a pass or something. It was like dropped one. No, no, but but in the well, he didn't post on caught, Instagram and then caught one. Yes. But on Instagram, he he posted him catching a ball. Yeah, and it was awesome because he's awesome. Yeah, and he's like, to all the haters, I love you. And I was like, who hates AJ Goldman's talent? Like, there's not people saying this guy is terrible. I think you're missing the context there. Which I don't get it. Oh, okay. He, so, please explain it. So I was like. I was like, everybody knows he's really good. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so, what is this? So, I think the, the context was uh, maintainers uh, of the page. Maintainers. Maintainers? I don't know. No, maintainers. I'm making up words. Yes. Uh, so, uh, filmed a specific play from the Gryffindors uh, game with Dan Lazara to throwing to AJ Gomes. One of the plays was an incompletion. Now, I think from the storyline with the music, uh, if at first you don't succeed, try again. Oh, okay. So, yes. True story. I almost never turn my volume up on Instagram. Okay. I'm always watching on silent. Right. You should sometimes. Yeah. When I'm, see but a I'm song. always doing another thing is why I never have yeah, the volume on. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah, so yeah. that's why. But yeah. Okay. Yes. That, yes, yes. Now I get it. Because oh. I was like. I was like, this post is stupid because obviously he's excellent, right? Yes. Like, yeah, right. So, so the first play that gets posted is a drop from Dan Lazaro to AJ Gomes. But it's, it's saying, if at first you don't succeed. And then the next post, uh, so th the first post was tagged with AJ Gomes and not Dan Lazaro. The second post is a touchdown from Dan Lazaro to AJ Gomes saying, again, with the same song playing, if at first you don't succeed, try again and whatnot. Then the next, so there was a bit of a feud on, on the Instagram page saying, how come you didn't tag me on the touchdown? Oh, this league stuff. Yes. Got you. So then, Super petty. So when AJ Gomes then caught a touchdown in a different game, in a different uh, facility, he then tagged himself saying the haters and whatnot. So There's no haters. The, AJ Gomes. Yeah. I mean. That was a bit of the context. Top three, there. top five, top one. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Excellence. Excellence is a position from day one in FPL. So I don't know all the QB wide receiver duos, but some that just come to mind, Matthew Lerner to Justin Lerner. Uh, George Gary P and Jamu. Uh, absolutely. That 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 13 yard, 15 yard fly on the sidelines, uh, or, come back, whatever. Because yeah. like, it's a double read where it's yes. like, it's either going to be back shoulder comeback or fly over the top <laughs> yeah, yeah, where yeah. both guys always know what to do yes. is nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we go with Carmen Pelice and Dylan Taylor most recently, especially because yeah. the game of the week, yep. right? And just the timing on those routes and yep. the ball placement and everything. Yeah, I like Seems that one. Seems to be going pretty good. Yep. Um, I like Ian Eniber and Will Power. Um, Ian Eniber and Vincent yeah. Mishme. Yes. I, that, like that, the, but the, that's the, the fact that he has two of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has two mutants. Yeah. Can yeah. I, can I, uh, I haven't been in FBF too, too long, but I'll go with one that, it's been a while. Okay. Styles Trudeau to Max Bura. Yeah. There was a moment in time where that one was like, 
just throw it on a rope and Max Bure is going to well, come I, down I, with I it. I feel like that's more Max Bure. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair, just the glitch. Fair, right? but, but Styles Trudeau had a good arm and, uh, and it was a very good quarterback in Division 6 and 5B. Two with the same guy. Tam Villa death uh, to Padrome was yeah. what it was, but now it's Kevin Wyeth to Padrome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's impressive every time. Yeah. Padrome is a monster human. Not something that happens now, but he used to be Kevin Wyeth to Don Shepard. That was another one. Uh, to uh, Ben, low division, Ben McMahon to uh, Kevin Donnett. Don and, and Jen James Drysdale, yeah, two, two mutants. I like we're gonna play them soon, and I don't still know how to defend it. Marco Matiotra to Theo Ojea. Well, yeah, the, what, Theo Ojea ran this route <laughs> in the finals. It's not even a comeback; it's a slant corner comeback. Uh huh. Uh huh. The C yeah, and like C. Marco Matiotra didn't move. It's not like he bought time. That's Theo being Theo. Didn't move, so just he was in the pocket, got the ball, and threw it. Got the ball, threw it to oh, the that's cone. That's insane. And Theo was able to make three routes, yeah. in one in, uh, yeah. in that motion. Oh, that's unbelievable! That's yeah. insane. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I just had one, yeah. Um, this is a while back, but uh, you can say uh, Greg Stern to Jacob Peterson. That was, I still remember the post corner post route against the, the Bidets in one of the finals, and I had to play it back in my mind because I'm like, it was such a Beautiful. beautiful route and the ball placement and everything yeah just so good yeah all right i think that's enough of them but there's obviously a lot yep. if we go back in the history crystal and uh oh yeah is it alex hollaback or james floriani was throwing it i think it was floriani oh actually that's a good point who it was i don't remember whoever I, was throwing for no regard and adam crystal who has the top two seasons at wide receiver was he even with no regard for that season though i don't think so well, it's a good point i don't remember who, who was there. i mean i can go find out who it yeah, is it doesn't matter. adam yeah. crystal plus Iggy. It doesn't matter who the sure. quarterback is. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, in the oh, season records for receiving, it would have been yeah. He was with the Hall of Famers, and the quarterback for that team was Justin Smoller. Oh, Justin Smoller. Yeah. It, it was a one receiver team. Okay. <laughs> and you couldn't cover him. You could put you could put all six players on him. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Awesome. Ball was still going there, and yep. he still beat you. That's a, that's amazing. Yeah. That that's a QB wide receiver. Kick, what about that. if you go in our Kendall Myers and and Alex Hall? Like that's another good one. Yeah. That's another good yeah. one. Wait, 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 we can literally do this for every yes. franchise in FPS. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Quick shout out. I just wanted to bring this up. He said shout out to Chris Weaver for his game of the week. He's the best in the game at filming. I know we talked about it earlier, but yeah. just a reminder to everyone to go and uh, watch that game. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel where you're probably watching this right now. So keep that in mind uh, and just like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And remember, if this is too long, it's because I'm drunk. Uh, next one in the media mailbag is from at Tristan Gauthier Norris. Just saying they want to hear about the REIT. You give me two words, the REIT. I'll give you two words back, Dawson Pierre. Yeah. I played him last season. Dude, He's amazing. nuts. Like, like him, we double covered him, and he mossed dudes. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Mossed dudes. And, like, he's, like, when he played on his team last season, he was by far the tallest dude. That's yeah. not even the case yeah. with the REIT. Like, Top right corner. and just they're, they're just really big dudes. They have the other Alex D'Aquila. Yes. So the real, yeah. The real yeah. Alex Dacula. Don't you start. Uh, this, you know, Santino, Santino and Dante Spirania. Yeah, yeah. Excellent players. This is going to be a team to contend with. It's, it, it, it is. 
It really, they kind of really remind is. me of the Alessandro Barazzoni team. Uh, Zone six ball. No, the next one, the the good one. Yeah, whatever they were. Yeah. They kind of remind me that yes. up and coming. Th- oh, I think they're gonna, they're, yes. they're gonna, the they're gonna move jerseys. up in divisions too yeah. quickly and and kind of hit a wall. But if you stick through it, it's gonna be fun because the athleticism is wild. The athleticism on this team is absolutely. Oh, it really. Oh, uh, I really. It's not a joke. You're you're being legitimate with what with what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. D- d- very good. Uh, unknown talent is what. Unknown talent is yes. one exactly. Yes. Yeah. When they added. All the pieces. Like yeah, Gropini yeah. and uh, Nick Gomez Rizzo. Not the Div, div 6 version, the Div 4 five, version or whatever yeah, it was, yeah, Div 5, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, when they yeah, moved yeah. up and added all their pieces, that, yeah. yeah that one. Also, yeah. since we're looking at it, uh, Tristan, where's your receiving yards? Uh, how come you're not there? Slacker. Yeah, a lot of a lot of defensive stuff, though. That's pretty nice. <laughs> whatever. But I mean, Defense doesn't matter. Everyone knows yeah, that. pretty much. Next on our media mailbag, from at Chris Rive 28 saying, Why does Mokan pretend to be a vegan? Mokan's always been looking for a tribe, right? So, like, you know, he doesn't fit in a lot of places. <laughs> and it's like, maybe vegan's my tribe. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Mokan low-key sneaks some chicken sandwiches in there. Oh, abs- he's, he's a late-night club sandwich dude, am I he right? He didn't come to the show because he's drinking. And and <laughs> this uh, is he's, uh, <laughs> and he's at a butcher. He's with Chris Rive. Yo, I, I've been out with Mo when lots of things are being consumed. I can tell you Mo's not drinking. <laughs> where there's like no judgment. Where there's yeah. like everything's being consumed. Mokan's not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, we don't really know the the real Mokan. He's oh, not no. a vegan. We know the real Mokan. <laughs> it, it's, so is he fly? It's been a long time. Yeah. Well, we'll get to well, that. So that actually brings us to our last question on the list, which is actually from our official Flag Plus account. So someone who has Rob, access to the account Rob, was logged in and submitted this question. Why is MoCon so fly? I know it's Rob for two reasons. One, he forgot to change account. <laughs> and that's what old people do. And fly is something old people would say. So Rob wrote on... Our own Flag Plus account. Yes. As yes. our own Flag Plus yes. account. Yes, correct. This is old people stuff. This is very This landline shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, why is <laughs> why is Council Fly? Um, listen, I I often have this issue. Can I say because he's not a white guy and play the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> I often have this issue. I go to the washroom. I come back. I, for, I forget to zip up. It's just it's a problem. It happens sometimes, you know? Yeah. So Mo suffers from that too. Okay, let's not get DMCA'd here, please. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, we need to not get blocked after three hours of work. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, we're now going into the fastest version of Games of the Week you're ever going to do. Let's go through this really, really, really fast, okay? Are you even going to say out the names, or are we just... Yes, I'm going to say out the names. Okay. Are you crazy? What's wrong with you? Oh, wait, my wife says you look like Mikadana so much. Yeah, I know. We've That's the level of which you look like Mikadana is so much. No, that, nice. that now your wife's commenting? Yeah. yeah. Division 1 and 2. Hashtag NR. Urgence Medzik. Urgence. Urgence Medzik. Gryffindor got skills. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Yeah. KGP all hooks. KGP. KGP. The Apocalypse Party Crashers. The Apocalypse. KGP. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Party Crashers. Uh, Braves FMS. The KGP would win that shit. Braves, uh, Flagmon Sack. Braves. Braves. Incredibles, Team Swoosh. Incredibles. Incredibles. 
incredible. All right, we're going to go Div 3. Oompa Loompas, Killer Bees. Killer Bees. Blessed Pastor Prime. Blessed. Blessed. Mangoose, Thor's Hammer. Thor's. Thor's. Expendable Silent Ticklers. Silent Ticklers. Expendables. Le Malud's Blessed. Blessed. Le Malud. Junkyard Dogs, Bearskins. Junkyard. Junkyard. Touch it, catch it, easy W. Touch it, catch it. Touch it, catch it. Thor's Hammer Expendables. Thor's Hammer. Thor's. LGC, they go to cook. Touch it, catch it. Touch it. Touch it. And sheesh! Blessed. Mm. Good. That was good. Oof. Blessed. Yeah, blessed, but it's a close. Uh, 4A, Blackouts, KGP Raw. Blackouts. Good. KGP Raw. Big wow. Fun, the Stoics. Ooh, uh, that was good. Stoics. Big fun. Bruins Takeover. 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 The Brotherhood Santal. Brotherhood on fire. Brotherhood on fire. Top season, backyard bullies. Top season. Top season. Hurley and Sons, Sparrows Cougars. Sparrows. We're going to go 4B, Honey Martin, Le Montagnol. Well, in the false case. Finally can't pick it. To be honest, to be honest, I actually think this is a loss for Honey Martin. Give me. Montagnard's Montagnard yeah. defense is yeah. not... No, they're good. I saw them. Solid. Yep. Voodoo, Vultures. 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 Golden Eagles, Bandits. Bandits. I don't bandits. understand what's going on with Golden yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Bandits. Yeah. Bandits. The U matter. Ballers. The, the U Ballers. The U. The U. I'm never playing against yeah. the U again. Yeah. Finessers, Mofos. Give me Finessers. Mofos. Hot Sauce Sports, Beer Belly Brigade. Can't pick it. Hot Sauce Sports, Beer I'm sorry, please. Okay. Beer Bellies. Uh, we have Les Verschevolles, Los Locos. Los Locos. And then Les Verschevolles, Eastside Boys. Not on the same day, though, the next day. Eastside Boys. Eastside Boys. Arush, Team Ethnic. Team Ethnic? Question mark? Uh, ethnic, yeah, Ethnic. Les Montagnards, Los Locos. Montagnards. Montagnards. Good, man. Bandit yeah. Sphinx. Uh, bandits. So these are the, a lot of double headers. Just happens to be that that way. Yeah. I'm gonna go bandits. Uh, Aster Sphinx though. Div five A. Streets Cheers. ahead. Vultures two point Can't pick it. Vultures two Ghost Buffalo Wild Wings. Did you say goats? Ghosts. Ghosts. It is. Ghosts. Man. Dilfs Los Bandidos. Bandidos. LB. The Mighty Six Pinchellos. Mighty Six. Yeah, Mighty Six. Uh, Ravens Balls Deep. Ravens. Ravens, yeah. Metaverse, Backwoods, Football Club. Metaverse. Give me Backwoods. They're fun. Yeah. Pinchellos, Longhorns. Longhorns with the new QB, baby. Let's go. Uh, Longhorns, I think. New QB. And Step Bros, Goofy Goobers. Goofy. GG. 5B, Air Force One, Warriors. Air Force. Oh, that's good. That was a finals from uh, yeah. winter. Uh, give me Air... F uh, no, Warriors. Trailer Park Boys, San Francisco 69ers. Trailer. Trailer. Two Pfizer's and Fots Half Johnson, replacements. Pfizer. Pfizer. Team Sexy, Trap Stars. That's a good one. Trap Stars. The Greek Freak. Give me Team Sexy. All right. Le Speak Easy, Threat Level Midnight. Speak. Easy it's team. not fair because I always want to pick Threat Level Midnight because yeah, the name. But I'll go, yeah. I'll go uh, Speak Easy. Speak and then Le Speak Easy Binds on a different night. Speak Easy. Yeah, give me Speak Easy again. Not Mustangs, Trailer Park Boys. 
trailer. I will not pick trailer. I will pick not. Cookers, not trap pick. stars. Trap stars. Yeah, trap stars. But it's cookers are good. Yeah. Save the turf tolls and two Pfizer's and fought half Johnson. Turf. Yeah, turf. And lockdown, save a horse. <laughs> Your yes. nemesis, save a horse. <laughs> the div three, the save, a save a horse. for lockdown, save a horse. Save a horse. Div six, free agent squad, the Stormers. 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 Killer Ray's demons. Killer, Killer Ray's. Zidane la frappe, your girlfriends cheer for us. Your girlfriends the cheer other, for me. The other, is not Zidane. Yeah. The off-island boys, beer nights. Beer nights. Beer nights. Cavaliers Rohan, brewers. Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Uh, Spanish Inquisition, Tropic Thunder. Tropic. It's close, though. It's a good game. Uh, Tropic. The Penetrators, Stratton Oakmont. Penetrators. Flamingos, Tukarni. Flamingos. Tukarni. Maccabees, Seventh Rounders. Seventh Rounders. Glory Boys, Flag Football Team. Glory. Flag Football Team. The Spanish Inquisition, The Penetrators. That's a good one. Spanish Inquisition. Penetrators for me. Toon Squad, Wild Hogs. Toon Squad with Chaz back, I think. Team squad. Uh, Team Poland, Dusters 2.0. Dusters. Dusters. West Island Boys, Betway Bandits. Oh, that's a good one. But I think West Island Boys have the experience. Betway. Uh, Lionhearts, Big Fat Bats. Big Fat Big Fat Bats. V-Town, Henry Pisa Gang. V. V-Town. FKU, Thunder Buddies. Thunder Buddies. Thunder Buddies. 35 Plus, Pacemakers, Brody Windsor. Pace. Pace. JMJ FPF. <laughs> I don't know who those. <laughs> There's so many acronyms. JMJ. Old Age Outlaws. Shenanigans. Old Age. Old go age. back to back wins. Montreal Spitfire. Monster. Spitfire. Playing again? Spitfire. This four teams guy. Coed One. Sriracha Hot Chili Sauce. Average and Savage. Sriracha. Yeah, Sriracha. They're a great game this week. Power Rangers Party Mix. <gasps> That's game of the week. Party mix, let's do it. Yeah, I'm going party, party mix. mix too. Yeah, average and savage, Bishop Sycamore. Average. Come on, Bishop Sycamore for the win. I hope right. so. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Coed two, three Hunnas, kiss my end zone. Can't pick it. Mm, kiss my end zone. I don't like it though. Yin and Yang or Y and Y, La Sect. Y oh, what? Y and Y. <laughs> I don't know why we spent so much time. Team Commando, Fit Squad? Fit Squad. Fit Squad. All right, and last but not least, the women's division. Mm-hmm. VC Cubs and Red Nation. VC Cubs. Red no, Nation. Red Nation. Red Nation. Red Nation, switch. Concordia, Bleu Pou. Bleu Pou. Volts, VC Cubs. Volts. Volts, yeah. Bleu Pou, Flamant Rose. Oh, that's good. Bleu. Yeah, Bleu Pou. Uh, Concordia, The Rock. Concordia. Oh, Concordia is struggling. Yeah, they find their way, Concordia. You have to imagine they beat the And last game, Le Bleu, Strangers. No, Le Bleu. Le Bleu. Wow. Clean sweep for Le Bleu, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah all the blues. Guys, we made it. I'm so tired. Uh, three hours? 2.59. Oh, it's way more. Yeah, it's way more it's than more that. I stopped yeah, at one more, point. Yeah. Um, it's a long show. I'm that sorry. was a long one. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my wife. Mo. Yeah. Um, I made a mistake. Um, I made a mistake by uh, forgetting Division 4 and 5 were split in half. Yes. And that ruined the timing of the show. So enjoy the extra coverage. And if you hate it, 
I don't care what you do. It's overtime, right? Yeah. You get paid for that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Iggy, thank you for joining me this week in Mo's yeah. absence. Thank you all for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I want to thank whoever invented the beer. That's that was just awesome. awesome. Yeah. And uh, Eagle, thank you for all your production. But most of all, I want to thank you all for letting me be myself. Yeah, she was a bullshit, but she shaked